and welcome back to Scab Talk, everyone. Today's episode, we got a packed full of tons of various topics. Kind of figuring out still if armor is a bug or feature. We'll talk about that more later, but we're kind of going to be scattered all over the place because there's so much going on. Lots of gaming happening. On I know for sure on Giga's end, absolutely on my end. And yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just a lot. It's a lot. So that, yeah, mm -hmm. that's the episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where are you at? What level are you at? Um, let me double check. When well, I should be thirty-two still. Yeah, thirty-two. So I am. I. I. I've just squeaked into level thirty by the skin of my teeth. I basically ran out of time. I was just talking to Church about this beforehand, actually. But uh, yeah, I like stayed up slightly later because what I've been doing, I've been trying to get. I've been trying to do the vitality thing because it's just a pain. We'll talk about it, but um. I ended up with like 2,000 XP left before, uh, before I could get level 30. So I just like chilled on factory for like 10 minutes and just, uh, just sat in the little like S-bend underground and waited and then like ran around and killed like five different scavs, looted a bunch of stuff. Came out of the raid. I had two, what was it? 200 XP remaining. I got like, I needed like 2,400 and I got 2,200 in the raid. I was like, damn it, I still need like 200 XP. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go and I like identify some items, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So I just like went around on the flea. It was just like, yeah, where am I going to find items I can <laughs> identify these, these days? Because the most of them are gone. So you go into the keys section. Oh. And I went to identify all the labs cards because those, all the keys sure. are still, you know, um, unidentified. And it turns out labs keys, I don't know whether it, this used to be the case, but now if you identify any of the colored labs keys, they give you 100 XP each. Oh, so you can That's... get like 700 800 xp simply from identifying like red green blue yellow black violet hmm. that's neat <laughs> it's kind of interesting so i was just like oh there we go there you go. i only had to do like five or no three even i just identified them all but i was like oh i only had to identify three of them and there we are level 30 because like until level 30 you know everything opens out after level 30 you can get the workbench up to level three you can get the generator up to level three like with vitality as well which i was doing then you get med station three so i was just like unlocking everything so i feel like the game Fully, kind of almost like fully unlocks at level 30. Like, not quite, but it's, uh, yeah, just, just seems to be seems to be that way. So I've been like sort of extending my PlayStation a little bit too late to try and get it done. Um, but everyone's, yeah, it's been a good time. I'm, I'm really enjoying this wipe, actually. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just like, yeah, the, the game is like in a weird spot. I don't know whether it's still like honeymoon period or, or whatever, but... There's lots of stuff that feels just kind of interesting. Just like the vibe of the whole game is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Like, it's just kind of some stuff we talked about last week. Like, yeah, buy the mid-tier ammo off the flea feels like the old days. Mm -hmm. And like, but then finding the ammo in raid, knowing that the high pen stuff's not there. Like, no one can really use 55A1 and 561 is like Peacekeeper 4. So, you're like, your class 4 still works. And but the high tier stuff is like purchasable off the traders, but not the ammo. So, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of, kind of neat. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it was interesting because I was kind of like musing about different base. One thing I'm doing is every time I die, I'll just try to use a new gun mm. <laughs> of like a completely different class and caliber. Uh, just, just you know, just like you, just it's like the time that it, it's actually something to do. Like it's worth doing, you know, because yeah, guns feel good again. So, <laughs> but one thing, yeah, you want to kind of figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that too for sure. But um, one thing I was trying to turn into, or I was like musing about, was kind of like how five five six, you know, it's like, and this is probably true for a lot of calibers, but it's like M eight five five is kind of like the base. Once you get 
Peacekeeper 3, which is like mm. kind of weird. And then like you can craft <laughs> slash buy the. Oh, God. What is it? Is it the SOT or is that the other one? Yeah. Mark 318. Okay. Yeah. SOST. I looted a box of ammo and I was like, oh, is this the good one? It's like, no, it was RRLP. RRLP, the other one. Yeah. It's like, no. The rubbish one. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, and then, like, yeah, I mean, and then the. That one's only like, what, 33 pin, is it? Which is like. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird. And then it's like, oh, well, you can just buy a, because I got Prepper 3, I could I could buy the newer, I don't even, I gotta find the name of the ammo um, for the, uh, what is that gun called? Um, SR2, SR2. 9 by oh. 21 Yeah, can you buy the ones, the one that's one step down? I can never remember what those ones are called. Seven, uh, seven U four is the newer one. Oh, one of the actual new bullets. Yes. Ah, seven U four. Okay, yeah, I've not even looked at that really. I had to go and look on the charts. That's what forty-seven damage, twenty-seven pen. Yeah, and it's like that's not that far off of, you know, M eight five five, for example. Um, and then like the P ninety, the L one nine one. I didn't realize that. I thought that was a flesh round, but did they? I don't know if they changed it, but apparently it has like 32 or 33 pen or something. Yeah, I feel like I can't remember whether that one got buffed ever or whether everything's just shifted around it. I actually can't quite remember. Yeah. I feel like maybe it did get a little buff, like maybe in a while back, but it, I, I don't think it changed. It didn't, definitely didn't change this wipe to the previous wipe, but um, I don't think. It's had 33 pen for a long while, cause, but it, I think it's because like SS190 was always 37 pen. And then SB193 was 35 pen, and then this thing was 33, 33 pen, so like there was no point ever using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but that now that, so. yeah, everything's been shifted, it's like you say, you know, it's weird that M855 has gone from the base to being kind of like, oh, this is actually like the base of being good. Right, right. It's kind of like, that's, that's sort of like, M855 feels like how 56A1 used to feel, I, f- I think. You know, 56A1 used to be like, you know, the baseline for PvP. And M855 was like passable if you're starting with 556 and you're level one. Sure, sure. <laughs> Whereas now it's like five, like 855 is now like, this feels good for PvP. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's an interesting one. Like I have used the P90 bit actually. And maybe we'll talk about like other guns a little bit later. But yeah, I've been, I've been like going through quite a few. Like if I look through my list, it's like, of like the raids I played, it's like I did get stuck on setup for a bit, but just like, G36, AK74U, Scar L, Scar H, SA58, MDR, AK12, M4, um, Org, and then MP153 and 155 actually. But like, yeah, I've had like quite a high variety as well. Like a lot of 556 and stuff because I've been wanting to use this new like SOST wallet, as you were saying. Yeah. Because you, I mean, yeah, you can craft, like you were just asking me beforehand, you can craft PP for 545 mm-hmm. at Workbench 3. Um, Actually, is it Workbench 3? Yeah. yeah but I wonder you, if it's... Does it say? Because, yeah, because we were saying it's locked behind Prapple's, like, Punisher Part 3, right? Right. But it is also Workbench 3 as well. Well, according to the wiki. Anywho. Okay. Okay. And but it's only it's six like, hours as well. Yeah. Whereas SOST is Workbench 2. Yes. Which is quite cool. So you get SOST before, like, technically before M855. Mm-hmm. But it's much more limited, obviously, mm-hmm. which is kind of okay. It's a little bit like how you used to get M995 before 855A1, because you could craft M995 yeah. at level 30, but 5501 only came at level 37 from Peacekeeper. 
but obviously you could buy loads of M855, but M905, you couldn't buy that much of it. I mean, I, I remember like, I think last wipe I ended up, there was a, yeah, that weird like inter sort of intervening period where I had like 995 over the top of 561. And I was like, this is weird. It's like really odd. Because <laughs> I couldn't buy 551, but I was like, well, I can craft M905 and I'll just like craft one every night. And then I'll put like 10 bullets of it over the top of 561, which is just really strange. So yeah, so it was a, it's definitely an odd one. Like the ammo thing's like super weird. Um, somebody clued me into because we've been like running dorms and customs and setup and all sorts of stuff. And mm-hmm. so I was like asking chat again about like oh which which keys do I need for dorms? Because I always forget. I can't remember what any of the names <laughs> of the, the rooms are because yeah, you know, I just hit them solo, so I'd never need the callouts. So I look up the list once, a wipe, and then like buy the keys, and then they're in my container or in my yeah, yeah my uh, dog's case, and it's just like oh these are the the dorms keys. It's like a collective. Right. Time with shoreline. Yeah, so it's typically like, yes, 114, 110, 105 for two story and 104. Someone convinced me to buy it because it's got like a toolbox and some jackets, or whatever. So I did. I was like, may as well. And then, so those, those first three are the safe rooms. They're, one, they're 114, 110, and the two at the end. If you go downstairs into the, the first floor or the ground floor, they're like the two at the end of the mm-hmm. row. And there's like one on the right, one on the left. And I think 114 is really expensive because it's like Quest Key. Yeah, it's so like 300K. Uh, 350k on the fleet. I got really lucky and actually found 114. It's like the only good key that I found this wipe. Mm. And so I didn't have to pay for that. So I only bought one, one, uh, 110, which is the one opposite it. But there's two safes uh, down there. And then there's 105, which is like that weird annex that you can't get into. You have to go round to the outside section, but then go into just that tiny little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. So I, I got that one and 104 as well. And then in the other one, you've got... Actually, to be fair, you've got guard desk too that somebody said, go and get... Yeah, go and get the door. Yeah. And I've never used that one. I've never bought that key. I've never used it. And someone was really? like, go and buy the dorm's guard desk key because this wipe is really important because mm-hmm. there's like three grenade slash ammo cases in there. And I was like, all right. And I think I went in, I've been in twice. And so far I've had like M62, a full stack of P90, like um, SS190. I've had uh, like 50 rounds of BP, this yeah. M62. I was just like, holy crap, this is like actually really useful, this wipe especially. Um, because of the whole ammo situation. So, you know, I was just like browsing through and I've just been collecting stuff as the wipe's gone on. I think I've got like nearly a hundred rounds of BP just randomly from just doing stuff that, you know, I'd start to think about using like maybe not right, like, maybe, maybe now. Maybe I'd start to top load a BP in like at this point. Maybe it'd be valuable. I don't really know. So yeah, that's it's been kind of interesting with the ammo situation. Yeah. Um, don't know how it's gonna go kind of from here, but I guess yeah, we'll just carry on and get five, six. Um, but yeah, like anyway, we, well, we were talking about the P90, and like yeah, L, L191 like feels pretty good, I would say, mm-hmm. because and it's like all of the and again, it's the reason why 855 also is okay because all of these ammos that have 30 pen plus, and you just spray at somebody, and especially with high RPM, so high RPM, low recoil, and 30 pen, it's kind of this almost this, like this own special sweet spot because like nobody can have class three soft armor if you've got replaceable plates above. Class three. So anytime you don't hit the plate, you just pen yeah. every time. And uh, they just, they, they die. And the P90 feels great for it because it's 900 RPM, like tiny, like the recoil was good before. And now it's like just un- unbelievably low. And so the, it feels like insane to shoot. Like every gun feels insane to shoot right now. But the P90 is like especially crazy. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nutty. It's nutty. I've, I've enjoyed that a lot. I haven't tried too many of the other SMGs yet. And I think it was partly just because I couldn't buy them. Like, to be honest, people keep telling me about the MP9 as well and being like, you know, yeah, you can buy it because you could buy AP 6.3 from Peacekeeper. It's a game changer for that too because that's 
30 pen. If I just quickly go to the thing. Yeah, so it's like 52 damage and 30 pen. So that's like also good. And the MP9 is like really low recoil as well. So I think, yeah, there's a lot of these weapons that you can hit that sort of sweet spot. There's like an SMG sweet. There's like flesh damage sweet spot. That's fine. You know, just shotguns and stuff. The old stuff that worked for leg meta. Even though I'm a bit like grumbly about leg meta. And then you've got this like SMG meta, which is like super fast fire rate because you need to not hit the blade. But you just hit a headshot or you hit any of the class two slash three soft armor and then they die. Or you go for the high pen stuff, which is just the old traditional, you know, shoot through center of mouse. If you hit a three, it goes through. If you hit the five plate, it goes through. Cough, cough. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. And the, the one, I mean, yeah, this, like I said, this is kind of my dream wipe in terms of like ammo scarcity. Because as you said, you know, the guard desk key is like super good. One key to, that it came to mind when you were talking about that was the checkpoint key also in customs, which is like, <laughs> I don't think I think maybe like five times I've unlocked that you know and like had it with me to do that in my whole time playing Tarkov but I think there's an ammo crate in there yeah um, like one of those wooden box like little box type like grenade ammo type things yeah as well. yeah, it's at, yeah it, you're right for those that don't know it's like kind of like across Susek where the scavs spawn like sniper scav it's a little like checkpoint area essentially um yeah it's like I think it opens the bottom floor. I can't remember. Yeah, I think you have to approach it from the a specific side. If I recall, you have to approach it from the side with the vehicle. I think are there two doors? I, I think there is. I think you can sides. breach out the back. Maybe I can't remember. It, like I said, I've only been in there like five times. So, but this yeah. way, that's probably going to change. Um, and I and I'm, you know, it's kind of a one of those things where. You know, I wish it was like more obvious, wasn't so obfuscated, but there's a lot of ammo available to unlock from traders or crafting through quests. Like I had done somehow, I kind of talked about this last week, but somehow I caught wind that M80 was locked behind revision uh, lighthouse. Mm. It was a peacekeeper task. We got to mark the tanks. So we, me and a buddy, I was like, dude, we got to do this. Like, I, <laughs> we got to do this because M80's story has been very good. And um, yeah, I kind of I kind of like that as well because there's like these weird quest lines. Like right now, I'm kind of like prioritizing the peacekeeper quest line because towards mm -hmm. the end, you got that M855A1 craft in the hideout where you gotta. That's the one where you gotta mm -hmm. go and kill Kaban, grab his key, go up in the office and grab the flash drive and get out. Which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, kind of a tough one, especially with like mm -hmm. low boss spawn rates, but. Yeah, and it's super interesting. There's like there's quite a lot of changes in general. I mean, I'm not probably not going to touch on it this episode, but there's there's quite a few barter changes as well um, yeah. across the traders. Like quest ordering is different. You know, unlocks are different. Like it's weird. And I think the wiki, especially because there's so many changes across so many different things, mm -hmm. the wiki's like it's it's harder to keep up, right? And um, I know that they were, especially for like Christmas, right? They just didn't have as much manpower. So there's a lot of things that are still needing to be updated so there's lots of cross-referencing that needs to be done so it's hard to know like 100 whether things have been up to date or not yeah um on there so there's actually almost more of a like weird community thing going on being, being like oh someone finds out you know 5501 and you like hear it through the grapevine rather than through <laughs> like looking it up on the page because yeah we don't have like access to every single piece of info it's kind of interesting so that's kind of cool and um, before i forget to mention um i actually forgot to mention it last time but uh it's like kind of colors a bit different, but um, you know, big personal milestone that the 
YouTube channel hit 100k subscribers, which I'm very grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that this was going to happen. Like, I like, you know, you look at the stats, look at the numbers, and you can see on YouTube, you can see like monthly, like the number of points on the thing. And it's like, oh, in a wipe, I get like 3k usually, and like, you know, a thousand outside of that, or whatever. And so just extrapolating that, I like, probably happen like mid 2024, something along those lines. And uh, yeah, but for some reason, I get the perfect storm of like, I guess, being more recognizable in the community, maybe because of Hanover or whatever. I don't know. And, but then it's white being like amazing. Loads of people wanting to come and watch it. Plus yeah. not that many people doing my type of content anymore. Like lots of people have fallen by the wayside and or have moved on to other things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like the sort of perfect storm. The channel's just gone like absolutely bonkers. Really? That's great. This wipe in particular, which is like crazy. It's like, it's by far the best wipe. You probably put like what, 10k ever. subs up in the past like three weeks, I'd imagine. Yeah. So like in the past month, which also includes like the, well, a week and a, like a week and a half of pre-wipe mm-hmm. where it wasn't even wiping like 8,500 in a month, which it's is really pretty good. insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like even like 3,000 in the last, yeah. So it's like two, it's like 6,000 in two weeks. Which is, that's like, it's like absolutely yeah. bonkers, right? It's just, that's, <laughs> that's not normal. Um, so yeah, that, that's been pretty crazy. So I think like we sort of blasted straight through. It's like 102,500 now or something, which is just, yeah. This is mad. That's great, man. But yeah, I forgot. Like that had happened last week, and I forgot to mention it because I, I don't know. It just like slipped my mind. But I thought, yeah, I should. I should say something about it because it's a big achievement, honestly. And yeah. I suppose the silver plaque thing is going to come through in the post at some point. I've like, I, I've not had a notification or anything. There's literally nothing said about it. I'm just like, am, am I going to get one? <laughs> <laughs> just like slightly awkward, but um, no, it's it's good. It's really really cool. And it's fun because it's one of those weird things where, you know, as a creator, you're like tied to your, especially as a solo game creator, you're like tied to your game in some way. So mm-hmm. you like, you know, you rise with the tide of the game and you fall with the tide of the game too. And the past sort of quite a lot of wipes actually have just been pretty normal and that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. And then to ha- suddenly have like a spectacular wipe out of nowhere and then spectacular results on the channel too. Yeah. Is awesome. It's good. It's good. It's nice. It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've always I'm pleased. felt like you were, you know, in my mind, a hundred k Tarkov tuber, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but the numbers just didn't reflect it for whatever reason, you know. Yeah, I think I've never really focused on subs. Yeah, particularly because like these days on YouTube, they don't really do anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like subscribers count doesn't mean anything, and they got inflated by shorts and. Like now, it's just kind of whatever, and like YouTube doesn't even really use it as a metric for showing you videos. Mm-hmm. Like if. I'm not going to bring it up because I can't be bothered, but I'm sure if you go into my like analytics, like it's like a lot of people, 70% of the videos that you make are watched by people who haven't subscribed. And like, I stopped asking people to subscribe because um, I was just like, it doesn't do anything, right? Mm-hmm. If, if people watch the videos and they're not subscribed, YouTube serves them anyway. If people don't watch my videos and they are subscribed, YouTube stops serving you the videos. So it's, it's like, it's whatever, right? Um, it's like a small factor. And YouTube even said this themselves. It's a small factor as to what yeah. they show you. Like it matters for the small minority of people that use the subscriptions feed mm-hmm. predominantly, but it is actually only a small minority of people that do that yeah. and use it that way. Most people just use the homepage, and um, yeah, you just get shown stuff that you watch and don't get shown stuff you don't watch, which sort of makes sense. People apparently complained in the past and been like, "You should wait it more towards like I never see anything from like this guy or that guy." And then YouTube have said repeatedly like, "Well, we've done so many experiments like." people's satisfaction and watch time on the site goes down whenever we do it no, no matter how we do it it always goes down well like <laughs> so 
like pushing pushing more subscribed stuff for things oh. that you know, maybe you aren't even watching. I mean, it obviously has its own downsides, right? It has downsides of like you missing stuff that you might want to see from people that like you did like, but mm-hmm. they've made some content recently that you're not that interested in. But then you do start making good stuff again, like it just won't show you. And that's annoying. And it puts you more into bubbles now than it ever did. But, you know, their, their argument is like, on average, people enjoy, tend to enjoy their experience more. And obviously they're looking at like higher watch time, right? So yeah, they're incentivized yeah. to get you to do that too. Um, but they look at a lot of stuff to do with uh, actual like satisfaction. Like they're, they're quite focused on that because they want people to actually be satisfied because otherwise they won't come back. You know, it's still, it's still like selfishly motivated, but it's actually quite... Mm-hmm. Mm, was the benevolent for the user in some in many ways like not in all ways but in in most ways because like the incentives are kind of in line aligned like if you have a great time watching the stuff then like you'll probably come back more so youtube's incentivized to give you a great time so they're trying to like measure a great time in a more like quantitative way but it's like quite hard Mm -hmm. it doesn't because it doesn't always necessarily mean like click through rate and watch time not always like that's the sort of benchmark but there's other stuff you know people get sucked into content and watch it and then like hate their hate themselves for watching like 40 <laughs> minutes of just like drivel yeah. afterwards yeah. doesn't necessarily make them want to come back you know so they've been trying to like figure out figure that out but it's like it's it's hard right it's just tricky it's, it's they are solving not easy easy problems either which way long long-winded way of saying i've never really prioritized it but it is nice to get to that milestone yeah right. thank you everybody for watching the videos <laughs> okay with that aside What should we move to next? Uh, there's like, there's so many, there's so many things. Like, do you want to bring? Do you want to talk about like? Oh, we could, I mean, we could just go straight in and talk about armor if you want. For that's kind of like the. I, do you want to do something before I before have, I go like crazy? I have one thing that I've been meaning to talk about, and just want to blurt it out there so we can get it out there. Hall of Fame, I love it. It is my favorite hideout station. Why? Because I love getting it, killing a PMC, checking their dog tags, and seeing it's a high level, and I get all excited, like, ooh, I can put it in my Hall of Fame, and then it's going to give me an extra .002 extra combat experience. <laughs> I'm so, like, I don't know why. I just love gamifying that, like, that whole experience. I just love it. And it's, like, That's... super, super not meaningful at all. Like, literally, the shooting range level 3 <laughs> gives you way more combat experience than you probably ever could get out of the Hall of Fame 2. Maybe... It, Maybe three, I might change, but yeah, it's just like, it's, I don't know why it's like such a little thing that does absolutely nothing, but I just love it so much. Have you, uh, <laughs> have you like maxed it out? No, it's stuck at level two right now. I, I think it's going to stay like that for a while. I was just having a quick look because I haven't really looked at it since getting it to level one. I've got it to level two. Mm-hmm. The, the, the small trophies and the large trophies don't do anything, right? No. They're just, it's like, just like showcase. It's For me, it's effect. Yeah, it's showcase. It, for me, it's effectively extra storage, which is kind of nice because, like, mm. it will. Let me think. It won't, it won't pull them from hideout upgrades. Indeed. And I don't know. I, I, I can't remember the specifics, but anyways, it. it, it seems like it keeps them relatively safe it will pull them for task turn-ins though there's one thing oh, what from the hall of fame i'm 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 pretty sure because i had to, i'm pretty sure i put two labs cards in there if i'm not mistaken i might be wrong because i might have had them in the wallet i can't remember if it was in the wallet if i put them in the hall of fame because i want to say i had them in there at one point anyways 1.378%. <laughs> I 
dude yeah, i yeah because <laughs> go ahead go ahead what are you gonna say I'd li- i literally had only just upgraded to level two so i had like three spaces mm-hmm. and i just got really i've just got really like just annoyed because i've got th- i was like oh i've got three tags in here that really high level like 28 and then 37 and then 41 oh okay. and i went in and i was just like the first one i was like yep i didn't kill them the second one mm, oh no i did kill this guy oh I'm, I'm i'm stupid i killed the first okay i didn't kill the first guy and i didn't kill the second guy but i did kill this guy the level 20 uh wait the level 37 i did kill he was like a p90 guy oh see so look there you go that takes it to 1.48 dude we've added a whole 0.1 percent it's 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 nuts <laughs> yeah i've only upgraded it to level two and i hadn't looked at it until now because I didn't really have enough dog tags. And it's like, oh, yeah. bear dog tags. I'm just like, great. Like, you know, I need eight of them for the RSAS anyway. So, and like, I just don't pick up bear dog tags. Like I was, I just had no, in, no expectation that I was actually going to, you know what? That's probably why I struggled with bear dog tags and thinking about it. Because they were probably in the Hall of Fame. Because <laughs> I had like five out of eight. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I really haven't killed many bears. Uh, or at least got their tags out. And uh, yeah, I suddenly realized like, oh, actually. Yeah, it's probably, they're probably in there. That's probably where the rest of them were. I still had enough to do it, so it wasn't too bad. But yeah, no, it's kind of cool. Like, Hall of Fame's quite cool. But um, I haven't done... Like, shooting range is still upgrading because that takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice to be able to hide stuff in there, especially, like, if you're doing Kappa, then it's quite useful to be able to put things like Golden Rooster because they're, you know, two by two. They're quite big. <laughs> that annoying <laughs> things. Like, you can put them in the junk box, so it's not, it's not the end of the world. But um, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool, cool thing. Uh, nice little upgrade. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what level three does if it gives you three extra dogs dogs or if it doubles to twelve. Like if you go from six to nine or six to twelve, I can't remember. I'm kinda of hoping the six to twelve, because then that would actually be pretty significant, but <laughs> yeah, let's saying plus four. Oh, it's so plus from, four. To, to ten, I think. Okay. Well Is it expensive to do level three? <sighs> everything's expensive, dude. I guess kinda. That's that's another, yeah. another thing briefly mentioned is I really like how the economy is like like what LED lamps. Uh is that what they're called? Well the uh, like energy a, saving. Yeah, ES yeah, lamps, yeah. yeah, yeah. They uh man, those things just like I don't remember them having value like carrying so much value to like 40k on average it feels like and this I is feel like, like they used to at the start when people were doing illumination and then they dropped, dropped away but like right right but now it's but like, now holy mm-hmm. crap and like so many items like which i like you know i mean eventually that's going to go away because these are just one-time purchases for creating and slash upgrading stations but it gives a lot of like the economy is very bolstered up, which I think is kind of cool. It's not like you have to loot very, very specific items to make money. Um, it's yeah, a bit I sent you the simpler. Hall of Fame three. Oh, did you? Someone just sent it to me on Discord, so I've, I've forwarded you the picture from from Ida. If you want to stick it up, but yeah, like Hall of Fame three requires fifteen of those energy saving lamps. Which again, like right now, there's like one at forty five just for this snapshot. One at forty five. One at fifty five. One at seventy. Another three at seventy, and then the next ones at like eighty six. You know, even if you get them, well, I like refresh. If you can, they should be around forty, I think. But even that, you know, that on its own is six hundred k, which is a lot of money. I mean, people were asking me; they were just like, "Oh, you know, why have you got so much cash?" Like, da da da. And that's just like, well, it's because I'm like level twenty nine point three. 
or whatever. <laughs> like I haven't got med station three because I'm vitality two point two or, mm-hmm. or something stupid like that. And uh, I'm like saving all my money. I'd like literally until like last night, I have fourteen million. But it was because, yeah, I was just like cycling crash trying to get as much stuff done as I can. And I hadn't upgraded anything. I was like, I've also bought no graphics cards this wipe. Like I just couldn't be bothered and I'll just do it as, as I go, I think. Um, we'll see. But I, I, you know, I wanted to have the resources to be able to do what I want, like when. But I still need to yeah, pay, pay the money for the air filter. I've got to upgrade to this, upgrade to the Bitcoin farm, upgrade the scav junk box, like the, sorry, the scav case. Like it's expensive stuff. It's all expensive. So it's worth having, you know, a big bank early if you can. Yeah. Like bolster it as much as possible because you're just going to be spending everything. Like loads of people in my Discord are just like, um, it did actually, it did actually make me laugh. Someone was like, does anybody else, uh, anybody else just get to like, you know, 2 million or something and then just like <laughs> spend it all on a hideout yeah. until they realize that they have like 20,000 rubles and are unable to put a kit together. <laughs> and someone else just replied on it. It was just like, yes, I have also played Tarkov. <laughs> Which I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's just, just everybody it was so funny um so yeah i mean like my i've like been blocked by my own like progression mm-hmm. this time rather than the other way around which is kind of annoying so like i really wish that bsg would get rid of the vitality three thing it's stupid yeah. like, i keep trying to like anytime i get like any ability to give feedback i'm just like please because like it goes so counter to the game it's like everybody who just like runs around in cqb gets shot and dies really like all the time I have no issue with it. And everybody, like, especially this wipe, because my survival rate is, like, still good. Like, I had to do setup and stuff, so that's hurt it a little bit. But, you know, I'm still sitting on 72%, which is pretty good for me, right? Like, uh, I think that's still the best wipe that I've had. I've played, like, 114 PMC rates. I've still only died 30 times. So that's, like, that's that's really good. But it, it makes it very, very tough on the vitality thing. And I ended up having to go and cheese it. And it's just like, it's just such a stupid thing. Like we've got rid of almost all of the other stupid things like this, like strength. And, you know, you have to throw a billion grenades or hit each other in the leg with a melee weapon at the end of raid. And like, we've got rid of almost all of this other crap, right? And like the sniper skills thing has changed because you don't have to like talk of shooter four. You don't have to get to sniper skill three anymore to do it because now it's an actual like go and play the game quest as opposed to sit doing meaningless reloads and stuff. Like there is still meaningless reload type tasks later. But because it's late on, you could do other tasks like Shooter Born in Heaven and Target for Shooter Part 8 to like mitigate against that. So it's sort of like, I haven't like, you know, I think that, I think the mechanics on that work. But anyway, it's like, it's not early. So it doesn't like gatekeep the rest of the Target for Shooter line, which is nice. But this thing, it's still just, it's so annoying and it's just, it's awful. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I had to go and do, I think I did five raids on Shoreline in Barbed Wire. I even posted one of them. I posted like the craziest one up on Twitter, which is quite funny. Like from from bad to worse, I had one raid where I tried to get from past the lighthouse down to the tunnel barbed wire, the one that's sort of like up the little ridge line. You know where you used to do the there's like the camping spot above tunnel. Yes, yes. If you go from there and you walk towards like the back edge of the village, yes, just along the edge of the map, there's like a set of barbed wire there. That's the other barbed wire that I use. I don't like that one as much because like people do go to village, yeah. late. people are extracting out of tunnel. So I don't really like it as much. But anyway, I tried to get from Path to Lighthouse. Before I even got to um, Village, I got started getting like sniped out. I, like, just, I actually saw this guy like out of my peripheral vision. I was like, oh my God, I'm amazed I saw him. And he looked like super undergeared. And I was like, this is like, really weird. And then I carried on. And then I got like started getting shot at. And I was just like, oh man, I'm just going to have to like, pop a stim and whatever. And then I just like, I, I got hit once, twice. Mm-hmm. And then I just died. And I was like, what? Like, what? Did he like headshot me from like all the way over there? Like he didn't look like he had anything. 
And it turned out it was 50 BMG slugs and the guy oh. shot me in the buttocks. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is, that is rubbish, that is. I didn't realise how much health I was losing. That was the issue. Mm. And uh, yeah, he just, he just legged me, basically. Cause, well, he goes to stomach. But it's only a one and a half multiplier. Oh, buttocks yeah. counts as stomach? It does. It mm. does. So yeah, I got shot in the butt with 50 BMG slug and died without doing anything, which is annoying. But then I had my best raid, which was... I had to fight through two dudes. Like I put it up on Twitter because I got 8,000 XP for a barbed wire raid, which is quite unusual. And like, it's sort of unusual. Like, healing gives you quite a lot of experience. Quite surprising. Like, I always come out, like, once where I've you know, maxed out a grizzly or something, I'm always surprised as how much healing XP you get. Because that also gets multiplied by 1.3 when you survive. So if you do manage to run to the, end, the other side of the map and get out, then you get it boosted too, which is quite cool. Beyond this one, I had to fight through. It was actually the same thing. Path to the lighthouse, go down towards tunnel. I fought the uh, first guy. Actually, I saw him. I, I, I was going in with an SV-98 and a P-90, like just in case I saw somebody from long range so I could try and get something done for Tarkov Shooter 4, like the new one. It's like the over ATV to headshots because I'm like standing in one, one place for ages. I was just like, maybe I'll see somebody because I'm like, I'm more AFK doing that than I am doing anything else. Anyway, um, I saw this guy by like, you know, the house with all the, like the jackets and stuff. There's like that main house. I like, took a few pot shots, just like, I literally couldn't get them to connect. I was like, what, really? I need to go back and review that, actually, because I just couldn't. I, I was like, these are dead on, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, he disappeared, so I carried on. And then it, it like, you know, I waited for a while, but then uh, it turned out he also waited for a while and then, like, crested the hill, and I P90'd him as he came over the hill. It was the same guy. I was like, oh, okay, so I took his stuff. Then I went down to the vitality bit, like, did a bit of vitality, <laughs> and then somebody else turned up, and I don't know what they were doing. They went up to, like, the sniping spot you know, over Gav Island, over Tunnel. And as they came back, I P90'd them. I was just like, God, couldn't people just like go away? Anyway, that guy had a grizzly as well. So I ended up with two grizzlies. So I used like two full grizzlies, three AFACs that I brought in that were like 200 out of 400 because I was just like, what else am I going to do with them? So I just used all those and a full IFAC as well. And that's why I ended up with like so much healing XP. I got like two, uh, yeah, 4,200 healing XP, <laughs> which ended up, you know, it gets multiplied by 1.3 or something. So I ended up, and, and two kills. I was like, well, that's, yeah, that was actually like kind of nuts. But I still had to run four raids of doing vitality stuff, like two at tunnel, two at railroad. Yeah. To get enough XP, because I was literally like just into two. I was like two point, you know, two. I was like level two with, because um, it's out of 30, isn't it? Yeah, I was level two and I had like five or 10 points out of the 30 that you need to get to level three. And it just, it just takes a while. I think like yeah. you're, you're hard pressed to get, like, I don't think it's, I don't think you'd be, may, maybe if it, in a, under perfect, like lab conditions, maybe you could get 10 experience points, maybe. But I think the best that I did was like seven or eight in one particular raid. Like it's just hard because of the five minute thing. And right. The, you know, the, the cool down on um, skill, like diminishing returns. It's, it's just annoying because I wait the five minutes and then. Yeah. Go again and then wait the five minutes and go again. And I get it down to like, usually I go to, if I've got enough meds, I do like, I get it down to like 60% and I use the full 60% one as well. And then it goes to 36 and then I stop. I wait five minutes and then I let it refresh yeah. to 100 and I do 160 and then let it refresh again. But it's just, it's so painful. It's so pointless and it's just such a waste of time. And yeah. it genuinely takes me like four hours of just like nothing time. Like I'm not going to do it on stream. I, did, I actually did one on stream last week <laughs> and people coming in in the middle were just like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Um, but dude, it's just, it's, it's bad. Did, did you have to, you had to do it, didn't you? Oh, you said, you said. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I, it was about an hour, a little bit over an hour of grinding. Cause I, 
I had, it's been a while since I've done it, so I couldn't remember like a good efficient way to do it. And, you know, pro tip this swipe, find a set of barbed wire, namely the one Giga mentioned by um, Village is good, or honestly tunnel behind the like barricade. concrete like barricade. Yeah, mm. you're like outside the extract zone and you can just sit there in the, like what you, basically what you want to do, you want to take damage on your arms, stomach, legs, and that's it. <laughs> like yeah. direct bar barbed wire damage, because that way you'll like not you can take more damage while healing and be more efficient that way. Versus like some of them, like the one by uh path the shoreline, there's like a the fence that has barbed wire and one of the barbed wire is like dangling down and you can like <laughs> yeah, you can rub your head against it, but <laughs> The problem is this wipe, they like cranked up the damage on like environmental stuff. Barbed wire fire insta kills you now, like virtually insta kills you. Like I was playing an offline raid, testing something, can't remember, and I like ran by a barrel that was on fire and it was too close by it apparently, and it just like insta killed me. I was like, oh, okay, that's mm. <laughs> gotta watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, there's something weird going on with damage. I, I, I feel like this is. I feel like this is a, a, a running thread through like this mm -hmm. wipe and some of the weird mechanics. But um, yeah, because a lot of people are saying to me like, oh, how are you supposed to do it now if like fire and barbed wire kills you instantly? And I was like, fire probably kills you instantly because it, it, it was fast before. Like, it was pretty it, you know, fast, yeah. It was pretty quick. It was a lot quicker than barbed wire was. But barbed wire doesn't insta-kill you. <laughs> like you can have your head unless. in it. <laughs> yeah, unless, unless, like if you put your head in it, and you just like 360 your mouse, like yeah, you super will die. fast, you will die. Yeah. But you can like you can like move your head side to side. And, and the, the issue is, is your head just takes disproportionately more damage than the rest of your body for some reason. Now I have my theories, but like for some reason it does. And I have been able, I was, I did actually, I, I never got caught out, thank God. But like I did sort <laughs> of get a bit fed up with the vitality thing. And I was sort of like running the gauntlet at one point because I just activate the grizzly on my head and then just like waggle it in the yeah. barbed wire. So it's like, I could see it going like yellow, green, yellow, green, yellow, green, yellow, green. Cause the grizzly like heals super fast. And I was like, how close to the wire can I like push this? I don't want to just like suddenly just like instantly die. Like, you know, intra tick between grizzly heels or something like, cause that would be really annoying. <laughs> but I did, yeah, I did push it quite hard and you can, you know, as long as you're healing the head, it's all right. But just a, a bit of a surprise if you're used to the old method. But yeah, it's, if you're doing it like, just on legs, then it's much more straightforward because they take like the regular amount of damage. Um, but it's yeah, it's 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 just very strange. But like yeah, I think to that point, mm -hmm. there may be multiple issues, right? And I'll touch on this more in a minute about armor. But I think for this in particular, there are now a lot more hitboxes, and this would appear to point towards fire, for example. You know hits the head hitboxes and it hits i don't i don't know like i don't know what they've done i don't know how they've redone it right because we don't and not enough stuff of like is floated out into the public domain yet from behind the scenes because we'll never really know right unless somebody goes and really like i know bsg hates this stuff but like until somebody goes and like decompiles it all like we won't mm. actually really ever know what's happening we just like can see the results and theorize but you know for example if they rather than the old head hitbox which was a sphere um which again, we know because of people doing this kind of thing. Right? I think yeah. it, it was even, you know, no food and stuff back in the day before, like, it was a big, big, bad topic. And um, yeah, it was like a, a, a literal sphere. And depending on, like, where on the sphere, so, so, so Tarkov calculates, like, where the bullet comes in and it, and it, it calculates, like, 
the interaction like area. So the point of impact on the sphere. And then based on the angle from like, you know, your PMC's like orientation coordinates or whatever it is, like based on the angle of where it is, that then determines the hitbox. Whereas like if they've now changed it so that you have like each one is its own, I, don't, I mean, who knows, right? But if they've changed it so each one is its own hitbox and it only works like that because like now the helmet's in multiple parts, I don't, I don't know. But if like if top nape, face, eyes, jaws, like if they're all their actual own hitbox now, then yeah, if you like shove it into barbed wire and rub right. it around, like you might take damage to all of them. So you, you may take yeah. like 5x damage now rather that's than before. A, that's it's not a sufficient idea. explanation. Yeah, it's not a sufficient explanation though because like you don't really see that on the thorax and there's like four thorax hitboxes now and there's like six stomach hitboxes. So it's like, I don't know if it's like... No, but I mean, they're much... But, that, but again, but that's only for armor. So I don't know if it's like PMC vitals. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a difference. Anyway, I'll, I'll go into that a bit more. But um, I, I suspect it's something to do with like multi-hitbox and multi-damage going through. Um, something like that because like you see that elsewhere as well in other parts of the system um, so it's a bit strange but um, yeah needless to say like with without having level 30 which I only just got to and without having med station 3 you're just stuck you can't you can't do intel you can't do workbench 3 you can't do generator you can't like there's loads of stuff you can't do you can't, so obviously you can't make bitcoin you can't make anything you're just like stuck there which is why I like was hoarding so much cash um, <laughs> it's kind of funny but yeah no it's um, I still think about why it works I think it's the best way. If you are stuck yeah, on vitality, yeah. it's still the best way. But I, I wish they'd just get rid of it. It doesn't, it doesn't serve any purpose. You still need the trader levels. You still need the prerequisites. You still yeah. have to upgrade to level two. You still need a LEDX. You still need a ophthalmoscope. Oh, is it ophthalmoscope? Mm-hmm. You need a LEDX and oh, maybe that's the quest. I, maybe that's I think it's therapist quest, but... three ophthalmoscopes, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe I'm Maybe it's the same. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm not sure. I even like, so I actually have two LEDXs. I, I found one mm-hmm. randomly while I was like talking to my buddies in discord one night which is like i actually have not been doing that recently because i've been super busy and everyone's been busy we've not really been playing the same like we kind of stopped playing like warhammer dark tide and we've not all really been playing the same games we've all kind of like dispersed again a bit but i was just like chatting to my buddies and i was like running a street scav run it's like randomly a ledx appears in this duffel i was just like hello guys this became very urgent <laughs> very very quickly i'm just <laughs> um just having a casual time with the boys and suddenly a leg appears you're like <laughs> And yeah, I'm just like, I'm suddenly sweating bullets. Yeah, everyone was just like, I'm actually sweating for you. And then they changed, because Streets now has the expansion. I've not really played much Street Scav since the expansion. I didn't, so you used to get four, this is like, you know, often a real tangent, but you know, you used to get like four, there used to be four Scav extracts around the map and you always got them. They were always the same ones. So I was like, oh, I'll just go to Concordia. Well, go, went to Concordia, but like I kind of spawned Concordia because I was looting construction. Yeah, the construction, yeah, like collapsed grain. But I spawned there and it was just like, oh no, your extract is over in um, Expo. And I was like, oh God, like now that there's more scavs extracts, now that it, I don't always get the one that's like next to me. So that's actually a big like nerf. And I, but I'd looted everything. I'd looted loads of stuff. So I had like 55 kilos. So I had to just like saunter down the, the main road, just like all the way down to the extract. I was like, oh man, this is crazy. But anyway, we got that out. So I, I actually, I was so worried that it was going to take the the finding raid ledex that i ended up putting the ledex the finding raid one in my secure <laughs> container when i yeah. did the upgrade because i was like if that takes the finding raid one like i'm just gonna cry i'm actually just gonna cry so much um so yeah so that's all on the blend now like the rest of the stuff's unlocking which is good but yeah barbed wire weird like it still works but like i've not i've not even touched fire yet it's i don't really go anywhere with fire but a lot of people say they died in like shoreline gas station and stuff trying to do the jump yeah. over and just insta kills you on the way fast i i've done that once but it's 
you know, it was like a scab run. I was like, hey, I'll risk it. But yeah, it's very like super sketch now. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like your theory makes sense. I mean, if you think about it to the probably the simplest implementation for like the barbed wire and fire is like it's just like a square box that's like the damage zone. And if you have yeah. multiple sectioned off hitboxes, let's say for the head, let's say it's sectioned off in like three pieces. Um, yeah, that would hurt a lot because <laughs> you're like, it's a, it's a area, right? Like it's not a bullet or a projectile. And even if it was like a very precise hitbox, like the barbed wire has like spirally, it's still very, you know, you're still kind of running the same issue when the head touches it, which I, I have a couple funny different stories <laughs> with me dying and other people dying unexpectedly to hazards now. <laughs> Like, my first shoreline, one of my earliest shoreline raids, I had planted the SV-98. I mean, I happened upon, I, maybe it was that or a different quest, but anyways, I happened upon a couple PMC kills, and I, like, insurance fought all my stuff, you know, got all this loot, heavy, walked the long trek towards the railway <laughs> extract, and I was like, I was basically there, it was like five, five or three minutes left in the raid, I was like, you know what? I'm going to squeeze all the XP out of this right now. I'm going to be hyper efficient. Let me just rub against some barbed wire. And I shove my head in it, wiggle my mouse like I used to. And I just, it died instantly. And I felt, <laughs> I was just like, oh. <laughs> I may have been punished for being that greedy. <laughs> I've seen a few clips of that. I saw one from Jay as well. I think he's got like a running joke in his community about like, do some spin through the barbed wire and it doesn't hurt you or whatever like it clearly does but he's just like it's some running joke that he's got and he just like goes like spins through the barbed wire and just yeah insta dies and falls over and he's just like speechless just like mouth agape like what i've certainly seen a few people do that yeah i uh <laughs> i also played with a couple community members from scav talk um discord and uh i played with cz and cztl and gamer dude who you know cztl mm-hmm. and um CZ had jumped. We were playing customs. We were just doing like, you know, the customs task, kill scabs. Everyone's got that task, no matter what level you're at, feels like. And uh, <laughs> CZ had jumped on the blue trash can that's kind of near gas. Like you're on the inside. On the factory side. On the factory yeah. side, yeah, where there's like the three different warehouses. And anyways, there's like a jump over. You can jump on top of the blue container and then jump sometimes you can jump right over sometimes you gotta jump on the little lip of the trash can mm-hmm. to then jump over the fence with the barbed wire or whatever but he had, I guess he was like looking at where he was standing when he like went to jump or something but basically he shoved his head inside the barbed wire <laughs> but because he died instantly and at the time I really wasn't like aware that barbed wire was doing that much damage mm-hmm. I thought someone sniped him so I was, like, freaking out, like, because I didn't hear the shot, I hear the crack, I'm like, what is going on, where's this guy at? And then finally, he's like, I died to barbed wire? And I'm just like, oh my god, what is going on? Yeah, that raid was, we fought, like, the entire scav nation, like, 50 scavs are just like literally we spawned near zb and they just like did not stop spawning it was crazy you know what that happens now it's really crazy and there's a few areas on customs like i've had it in that area there's like the bit 
but it's a little bit further up actually it's like more towards checkpoint mm-hmm. and there's a hole in the wall but like now scavs will they'll basically like come 20 firefight from like wherever yeah there's like a whole road of scavs all the scavs in the factory zone and all the scavs in like the three warehouse area like all came to me i was just like my god this is insane and i've had it on the other side of the map like kind of by the bridge um the end of like the main bridge there's like that divot before you get into elbow and like you know where you need to do bonds pocket watch and all that stuff but there's like that there's that low ground and um yeah it was just scav spawning over and over and over and like that was the one that did seem kind of infinite like i killed i killed so many and i was like i actually i'm gonna run out of bullets here i, I just yeah. need to go and they were just coming in like waves of like three and they were coming from you know the gas like not gas station sorry the dorms hill they were coming from the road they were coming from inside like uh sort of elbow skeleton they were coming from like ruaf kind of area i was like holy crap like this is just this is great i need to get out of here i just need to i just need to go mm-hmm. um but like it's quite you know it's good for XP and stuff. I quite like it. You know, you're getting like hoarded by like yeah, scavs. It's like, quite fun. It's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe. <laughs> but yeah, barbed wire is uh, barbed wire is pretty nutty. Um, and I've also spent a lot of time on. Uh, did you have any other barbed wire like stories? You said no, there's like a couple. No. Was that the main one? That, yeah, so I was... highlights. <laughs> spent quite a long time on customs because of uh, setup as well like have you have you mm. finished setup have you completed it i have no i'm 10 out of 15 i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, okay, probably wait till i get some insurance back and then do that grind yeah. again yeah so that was what i was doing i think when i got hoarded but uh mm-hmm. i had like someone else's gun i had like um 153 and a mutant uh, honestly like the first time this it's weird because setup is now early it's so early there's like a lot of outcry in especially across like creators i've noticed mm-hmm. about setup and my theory is that because it's now so early everyone gets it early so like everybody's kind of doing it right. when they're sort of undergeared like right. when it was later like i used to hate it and lots of people used to hate setup but like a lot of like streamers used to get there really fast mm-hmm. and so also because of the way that they've changed the you know the systems you used to just like speed through get to set up at, you know i'd like i mean you know I'd, I'd see people doing it at you know they're like level 35 40 or whatever right. and everyone else is level 15 and you can just do whatever the hell you like you know at that point it doesn't matter like you've got ap20 slugs you've got flechette like everyone just dies in one got shot runs um, most likely yeah and you've got class five on so it's yeah. like you know it's different whereas like now it's like well you know most people are kind of the same gear as you yeah. and the recoil system is low now so like everybody kind of like can fight back and like it makes it kind of like kind of tough if you're like used to fighting out gearing I can see kind of maybe like that's sort of part of the reason. Because like in a lot of these threads that are complaining about setup, like there's a lot of like ordinary people underneath being like, oh, I think it's great, actually. Like I'm having a good time. Like, you know, my runs look like this anyway, normally. And I feel like I can actually compete with people. And I sort of feel the same because I level more like a normal Tarkov person than a creator, so to speak, or like a streamer. Because mm-hmm. I spend so much time doing YouTube stuff. Um, it's actually, yeah, it's weird how that ended up actually. It's like because I do so much YouTube stuff, I like my... My full time, I, I'm like working full time. It just so happens to be in Tarkov. <laughs> it's just like, but I can't play the game because right. I'm like editing and whatnot. So it's like, it's weird. So, but it, it sort of helps because then I like keep pace with like people who are watching. Anyway, um, it's interesting. So, like for me, I was just like, oh, this is actually really good because now it's early. Now I can run it early before everyone's wearing stupid armor and I'm like running around with buckshot or whatever. The only thing that makes it interesting now is. Because Flechette, they got switched, which was sensible, right? Like, Last Wipe, Piranha was craft, and Flechette was purchase on Jaeger 3. Which didn't make sense. No one ever crafted Piranha. There was literally no point. Yeah. It was just a completely useless yeah. cartridge. Then they got swapped this wipe, but they brought Piranha back to 
Jaeger 2 mm-hmm. and now Flechette is craft, which is, I mean, it's, it makes more sense. Whether Jaeger 2 is like slightly too early, I'm not sure, but like a lot of people seem to be using Piranha. Like, so there seems to be two schools of thought, right? Let's put it this way. So there seems to be two schools of thought. There's like most people using Piranha and then there's a bunch of people using like uh, BMG slugs. Mm-hmm. And then there's, a, then there's people using like Magnum who seem to be fewer, fewer and far between, but having a good time doing it. All right, you listed um, three. So what's the two schools out of those three? Yeah, that's the, the two schools is Piranha and BMG, and then there's just really? like then there's people doing random buckshot stuff. Yeah, I think like most people seem to be doing it with Piranha. Okay, I, I'm kind of surprised by the BMG because I I was base, basically for like the first nine kills I was using exclusively BMG, and oh right, I was having kind of a miserable time because I would like just lay into people. And they just won't die. <laughs> they will not die unless you headshot them, which I just, you know, it's kind of difficult for me, anyways, with a 1x. That, maybe that was a problem. I should have used like a 2x or 2.5 or something like this. Maybe that was my issue. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I had, That was one thing I really struggled with was like just actually killing people with the thing and i feel like armor is a big part of that and also i didn't realize bmg was only 28 pin i thought it was like 30 something like a low 30 yeah. 32 or something but um which now i'm using like piranha slash magnum like a mix like i'll put like the first two rounds of piranha and the magnum underneath <laughs> uh which i don't know i feel like i just can't do that i feel like i just can't do that like i understand like people who like magnum i get it mm-hmm. like magnum on paper is really good it's really good at leg matter. Like I, there was a um, a Discord uh, video that somebody posted, and they just like fired at this guy, and it was just like it was just a headshot, and he died. That's how. It was like okay, and it was like literally like ninety meters on the death. Screen. Yeah. And I looked, I looked up the calculation, and because it, it's it's fifty a pellet, mm-hmm. so that's why it's so powerful. And it's like you know a hundred meters is like thirty five damage. Wow. If you hit them in the eyes anywhere under 30 meters, I'm oh, sorry, under 100 meters with Magnum, then they die. And it's just like, well, that's great. And then it does 400 if you hit all the pellets to the leg. So it's an easy two shots of the leg. Well, I mean, the 70% thing now, but like it does so much damage that it still does it even with the 70%. Um, but for me, the, the, the main issue is me is it's the me problem. And that I've used so much flechette in the past, playing mm-hmm. factory with a 153 and, you know, whatever. Because I used to, they, uh, that used to be like my factory gun. I used to run it all the time with a laser, and it worked amazingly. But I'm so used to the zero recoil modifier that when I use Magnum, it just like it just screws up my whole like uh, rhythm around like when I can shoot, like when the like when the target comes back into view, how high it goes. Like it just it messes up everything that I know about the gun. And Piranha has like the same characteristics as Flechette, whereas like Magnum is re- is really different. So if you if you're used to using magnum it's fantastic but if you're not used to using it it feels like you know you're firing like the 50 cal every time you every time it goes off because the recoil is like so much more extreme so like a mix for me would just be absolute killer like i wouldn't know what was coming next it would be even worse probably than just using magnum on its own um actually not to mention the magnum's access problems right you can only get access to it jaeger 3 and the craft's been removed from workbench one at least i don't know whether you get it later i love looking to see if you get it in base you get it in the base uh workbench no <laughs> i can't even make it now a workbench three so unless it's behind a task or something i don't know i don't know but yeah so like I, i'm using piranha as far as i'm concerned 
piranhas felt very similar to the way Flechette did at the same point in this the task, right? Me shooting at people with class 4 slash 5 on with piranha, feel, sorry, with Flechette, feels the same to me as now shooting at people with like class 2 and 4 in the new armor system, for example. Feels very similar. And I think people expect too much of piranha as well. Like people who are like having struggles with piranha, like if they're over 10 meters or 15 meters away, mm-hmm. you probably are going to have to shoot them like six times. Um, and sometimes you get unlucky, like it's very spread orientated. So m- most of the time that when I'm using it, I spend like the majority of my time with Piranha trying to get under 10 meters just tactically. And then when we have the fight, I'm just like, bam, 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 bam. You know, so one thing that's like quite liberating about Piranha is that I just kind of don't really care about audio because I'm like, they go on to hear me. And like, I, I'm not going <laughs> to snipe this guy. So like, he's going to hear me no matter what. So I, I basically just play like quite shift W with it because I can't not be in audio range. So like, why worry about it? I'm just, I just need to, if I hear them, I just need to path correctly. Like I'm not trying to path in a way that I'm like going to see them. I'm trying to path in a way that like they can hear me. I can hear them, but I'm trying not to be heard or not, sorry, not to be seen, even though I can hear them until we're really close. And then I suddenly pop out and they're like, oh no, it's Scav man with his 153. And I'm just <laughs> like, ha ha. And then I, you know, click the button, like turbo fast and semi-auto them to death. Cause it's the 153 is like, it's a speedy boy. Yeah. It's a speedy boy. Yeah, I was just so, shooting the yeah. magnums in the hideout. And like, if you spam that thing, oh boy, are you in for <laughs> like it's and you really can't. And I, I kind of feel like, and the difference between between piranha and magnum is like night and day. Like it's very extreme. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel like shotguns this wipe kind of got screwed a little bit with the new recoil. Oddly enough, like I was using the Sega mm. early on. Maybe maybe I have magnum and I don't. I don't remember. Maybe I had some off a of scav or something, but it just—I uh, don't know. They just—they they just kind of feel weird. I mean, the piranha feels fine, but like they kind of just like go wildly too quickly. If that makes any sense. Well, this spread or yeah, like that. You know how the recoil system works. Like it, it goes vertical and then it starts shifting left and right with like the oh, shotguns. Feels like you get maybe like one or two shots off, and then it's already at the apex and it's already kind of like going crazy. Mm. That's just—I mean, the piranha doesn't. Not really felt like that. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like you can spam the prana. Like I, I've got multiple kills on setup this time with mm-hmm. literally like I'm firing it as fast as I physically can, and I just blast them with like four or five cartridges, and they just explode in front of me because it is like you can fire so quickly with with piranha out of one five three, and you just pull yeah. down a bit, and it's just like bam, 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 and they just you know if you're within five to ten meters, it's very difficult it's, to not yeah. die to it. So, yeah, it's weird. It's, I feel like that's the, that's the thing. I feel like it stayed the same for me because it's been nerfed because all the full auto stuff is so good. But then it's been buffed because all the armor is so crap. Because Piranha is in that like weird state and like you probably don't want to be doing the quest. That I, I didn't really want... A lot of people were saying like, oh, why are you even bothering with it? And I was just like, well, I'm going to do it eventually and I'd rather do it now because Piranha... Like, unless I get flesh out later, like Piranha's like 24 pen. It's not very good against class three, actually, but most people are wearing most people are wearing like replaceable plates with class two soft armor. And what that means with piranha is that you can shoot them like you can shoot them at sort of the top of the neck kind of area and you might get a headshot. You might get Mm -hmm. a throat. You might get the top area of the thorax that's not covered by a replaceable plate. So There's like this whole section that it will deal with with 24 pen. 
And um, you get loads of chances to do so because Piranha also has 10 darts. So it actually has the most projectiles out of all of the multi-shots. Like Express, yeah, Express has, has nine, but Piranha has 10. It's 25 per, so you still need to hit them twice. Yeah. But you get, you get, uh, you get 10. So um, it's kind of cool. And it felt, if, yeah, it felt the same. It, like the experience for me felt the same, playing in the same way as doing it in the same position last time in some ways, except it was like slightly easier to get close because people aren't all using scopes. Mm -hmm. So like tactically I found it easier, but then the actual fight felt sort of, it felt like roughly the same in terms of performance once I was there. Um, I think like some people's biggest gripes, actually, sorry, just before I say that, like the one, the 153 is my favorite. Like I did a quick test of the 153 and the 155. Like you can, I waited until I was Jaeger three in the first place because I wanted the eight round mag. If you have the seven round, it's still probably okay, but I wanted the big mag. I did. I waited for that. I did test the 153 and the 155. It still seems like the 153 has the faster return to center, so you can spam it slightly quicker. The um, side I didn't want to do because the replaceable mags things, and it was only five per, and you have to get like a three by one if you wanted to have the tens, and I couldn't buy them, and blah blah blah. So anyway, I waited till that. But like my build is just like very straightforward. I just get the GKO2 if I can, if it's in stock. If not, just the Remington, and then I put the ring mount on. That's really it. Like I got. Uh, bullied by chat into building an Ergo 153 to finish the quest just to put on that, you know, the, the Ford cannon that's two slots wide, like two slots tall um, to put on like the extra stock and blah, blah. So I did that in the end. But like the whole set of first ones I used was basically the stock gun with any muzzle that I could buy, whichever one I could buy at the time, and uh, the target ring. Because the target ring doesn't go on the 155. It only goes on the 153. And I really like the target ring. I think it's good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Setup is it, it's an MP series. MP setup. series. Yeah. You could technically yeah, use so the double barrels cycles. if you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe you can. Hmm. Yeah. yeah so you have to use 155 or 153. But yeah, I like the target ring. So I, 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 the one time that the 153s were sold out, I tried to buy the 155. But then the 155, like, you know, space gun, all those parts were sold out as well. Uh, so it's like, God damn it. So I had to use like a stock 155. So this is, this feels, yeah. just, this feels bad. But um, yeah, in the end, it was all right. I just did the whole thing with Piranha and it was fine. I actually didn't even die that much. I was quite surprised, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of like I love and hate setup. And I think the part that was frustrating was just like people just would not die, which I think that's just a product of me hitting their plates. And which is why, like the times I died to other, there was a couple of times where I faced other um, setupers <laughs> and it was always head eyes by either Piranha or Magnum every time. Mm. And I just think that, like, and it wasn't like they were up close either. It was like they just shot me yeah. from like 15 plus meters. <laughs> and it's just like. And they just snagged the roll on the spread yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Whereas, like, using the. Like, I wanted to do something different using the. Because it's kind of like AP20s, but it's, you know. But bad. Yeah. <laughs> but bad. <laughs> but I figure, you know, because the wipe's different, you know, maybe they'd be more viable, but. Yeah. It's just soft spots, but it's just it just doesn't really cut it, and it just makes. I more tried sense. using them as well, earlier on, just mm. randomly, and I was like, I shot this one, like I was on the bridge, and there was a guy on Junk Bridge. I just couldn't get it to land. Just couldn't get it to land. Yeah, ten MOA. Like, are they even hitting him? Like, are I... they even hitting him? Is like, is it even, dude? I, I like, I, I the swear, zeroing is weird. On slugs, yeah, well, you gotta like, use, the whole thing's just a mess. Yeah, I mean, you got to use the uh, a red dot, like a twenty-five 
one to kind of get around it. I just don't know, man. It's I think it's largely the armor system that's kind of a uh, causing that. But yeah, unless you find like a Timmy Paca, which I <laughs> I did actually go night, and then I went dorms, and they were trying to get their Zippo lighter. Out of the, I was like, I was like, oh, and they were like begging for it. I was like, oh, I feel so bad, dude. But I need these kills. And I yeah. killed them. It was kind of sweaty though, because I was I was choking a lot, quite honestly. But yeah, mm, I think that's a big thing about obsessive. A lot of people feel like they just perform quite badly on the quest compared to like how they do normally, because like you kind of like have it in your mind that you're like undergeared and like there's only certain fights you can take. Like it really can like get into your head. I think, especially if you're like used to using certain, it depends what kind of playstyle you have. Like, I feel that I think setup kind of like it plays. It's more like the playstyle I usually have, but sort of like cranked up to eleven. Um, whereas for a lot of people, it's like either like very, like just completely different to the way they play normally, and so it makes it it makes it hard for them to actually like go and go and do that. Um, because I feel like I, I sort of I feel like I play. The way I play setup, except rather than, you know, I usually I'm targeting like 50 meters, but, you know, that kind of thing, because I can kill them with whatever gun I've got at that range. Whereas a setup, you have to, you really do have to be quite close. But it sort of makes me feel more confident because I don't feel like dumb to lose the kit doing something stupid because I'm like, well, I had to be close anyway. Like I was not going to kill them unless I got close. So I just got to like try to make the play and get in. And it makes me like really weird. It makes me like weirdly confident. I'm like almost more confident doing setup than I am with other stuff. Mm. I'm like, I'm almost expecting to die. And I'm like, I've just got to try stuff and just get in there. Um, but like, even it, dep- it depends though. Cause it's like, even still like my initial approach is kind of, I sort of like run to somewhere near the middle, like where I sort of hotspot crossovers are. So like, if I'm, if I do the, if I'm like the dorm spawn, I might like sit by the ice cream van for a minute and like, listen, just wait and see if somebody comes. And then if they don't, I'll like go to bus and then I'll wait and I'll listen. And then I might go to gas and I'll wait and I'll listen. I'm just like trying to figure out like where people are, are there shots? If there are shots, I'll run towards them. You know, hopefully they shoot a bit more, like try to scout somebody out. And then once I kind of have like a bead on somebody, I'm like, ah, right, now it's pathing time. So now it's just like path through all the stuff. I try to get close, try to get in audio range because then once we're both in audio range and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be, I'm going to run you down. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's, I quite like it. It's quite, I quite like the setup. Yeah, I like you and I have a very similar playstyle because I, I, I like I said, I kind of like setup, but I also kind of hate it because the gear sometimes can be challenging. But yeah, I, I loved chase. Like there's this one time where I spawned like, I think I spawned like gas, old gas, or the trains or whatever, and I pushed back towards the ZB spawns, and because mm-hmm. um, I heard gunshots there, and they were at checkpoint, and so I like rotated because this that's one thing i like about setup is like sometimes these like jumps that you can do to like you know bypass shortcuts and navigate around the map and and i was also using this glock here that i got it's like i i like there's this barter it's like two uh two of the longer wd-40s cans that you can okay. do and you get this glock and Basically, it has a threaded barrel. You strip off of the attachments. I put on the little green dots or the green mm. uh, ghost ring irons because I think they look cool. And then I buy a suppressor, whatever, to kill scavs, which it just feels yeah. so good this swipe because the pistols like actually work. <laughs> like, yeah, they actually function. And that way I'm suppressed. And then with the shotgun, I got like just a pretty, you know, it's, it's unsuppressed, right? 
But I just love like, dude, I literally like tracked these guys the entire map and like shot them from so many different angles. <laughs> like checkpoint, I shot them. They got scared. Like, because it was a three man, they got scared, ran through the factory side. So like, then I got on top of the car near gas to like shoot over the red gates at them because they nah. were over by. <laughs> They were now heading towards old gas. And so then I went around to, um, I guess, like, construction. And they were at, like, Stronghold. And I guess mm -hmm. they were, like, going to go through Stronghold to, like, the center where you cross into, like, Skeleton. Yeah. So I, like, met them at the corner on the right side where, like, the containers are at. And then, like, <laughs> rotate around. Was that crack? They shot at me. Then now they were held up at Stronghold. They shot at me through <laughs> crack. Because I was peeking the windows. Uh, I think they ultimately took the... They had someone cut on power, and they took the ZB, because I guess oh. they had the key. But, yeah. There's, like, two different... You could play that way, which I th I find really fun, or you could play, like, the other way, which is, like, camp bush or camp <laughs> building. Rush the dorms is kind of another way, <laughs> which sometimes I'll go for, but, yeah. Yeah. It is cool when you have those ones where you're tracking somebody the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's, fun. it's awful when it happens to you though, right? Because like you're just like no matter where you go, you're just getting shot, and you're like, oh for god, just like leave me alone. Yeah. I've certainly had that myself. It's just like you're just seemingly like, unable to escape. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's good though. But yeah, like a lot of people complaining about about setup, like people just don't like it. People don't want to do the quest. I think well, some of the biggest issues with it is that because it's now early and lots more people are doing it, like Yushankas are just like turbo expensive. Yeah. So every time you die, it's like 50k for the Yushankas. So like, there should probably be a barter for that or maybe you'll be able to buy it or something. You know, at least be able to buy it for 25k from Ragman or something like that, you know. Yeah. I mean... Can't just go off into, you know, 70, 80k when people are all on at peak time because that is kind of annoying. Some people were saying check fence, but like I haven't seen a single one on fence. I yeah. imagine the fact that you have to sit there and bespoke check him. I just like I hate yeah. I hate any any check fence thing. I just hate it because it's like it's hardly ever there. You have to sit there and refresh. Like you can't just have like a wish list for fence and right. I just, the whole thing is just yeah weird. Yeah, but yeah, it's not too bad. I got five more, and like uh, I'll probably give it a go. I also I'm I'm kind of doing the lighthouse shotgun quest for Punisher, so more shotguns, yay. <laughs> yeah yeah i haven't done that yet i haven't done that yet. I've, I've been trying to focus on a few other things i've been i smashed through like a load of interchange stuff which was okay that was that was all right um because i was trying to get on to i guess yeah we could talk about it now i was trying to get on to so it good because <clears throat> that was like one of the notoriously bugged quests yeah. that we may have talked about last time i think we might have done where you used to have to hand in under 50 percent gazelles over 50 percent gazelles under 50 percent sobralos over 50 percent sobralos you know in the old system you used to go in with a friend and get them to shoot you and then leave it in the bush and get it back in insurance or you do what i used to do which was just go into factory and run around like an idiot until eventually you get it you know underneath underneath the required threshold this wipe it was weird because you had to get every single inbuilt you didn't need plates no displaceable replaceable plates needed to be in them it was all on inbuilt but every single inbuilt piece needed to be under 50 yes. which was really hard because both the gazelle and the Zabralo both have a neck component, which is very hard to get under 50 because uh, it's class two on... No, it is, to be fair, it's class three on both of them. But, uh, you know, if it goes wrong, it's connected to the head hitbox, which is really not ideal. Yep. So you tend to die. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit strange. Like, I didn't actually end up needing to verify, because I didn't get there in time. I didn't need to verify whether 
like you know you can run into the sniper zone that's one way and you get it back in insurance um... but insurance was kind of broken so people were like nervous to do that because you used to just like you run into the border snipers and they like turbo zero out your armor right but obviously like, one neck shot will zero it with the border snipers probably i mean aramid has like crazy durability because of the modifier um so i don't know it's, it's hard but like to get them to hit you and you have to get them to hit you in the neck right so it's like annoying i didn't um i didn't verify whether you could minefield yourself because mm. i think i feel like that might work but i can't remember um it, it, it did really in the past but i don't know if it works now is the question yeah because i think it hit like all your hitboxes maybe so that was like maybe a way mm, of doing that okay. i don't know so anyway, I didn't test that either, but it's complete, all of it is completely unnecessary and a moot point because um, a bunch of people have all been telling BSG, like, come on, fix this. It's, like, actually ridiculous. You know, it took... It t- to get the Zabralo down, it takes, like, a team of five people to, like, max out factory <laughs> and then take turns, like, shooting each other and, like, healing. And it's just... It's awful. Like, it's just an awful experience. Yeah. It's just terrible. So they've they've fixed it. They Basically, they've, like, temporarily, like, hot-patched it in a, like, just a short-term way, mm-hmm. which is that they, they have bugged the quest themselves now. So that any you can turn in any armor for the under fifty percent one. It doesn't matter what it is. They've just they've just made it the, like, but well, it's weird. Yeah, they've they've made the zero to fifty accept any armor at all. And I was like, I had a sudden fright because I had an under fifty percent one, weirdly, and I had but I hadn't got to the quest yet. And I got to the quest and I handed in the under fifty percent one, and it handed in my hundred percent gazelle. And then I couldn't hand in the 100% gazelle. And I was like, what have I done? I wasn't really sure what I did, right? Because I like clicked the 50% one and pressed go. And then the option to hand the other one in disappeared. And I was like, oh, crap. Have I done something? Like, what have I done here? And everyone's like, oh, you handed in the 100 for the 51. But now you've only got the, the under 50 for the 100. <laughs> and like after, like after about 30 seconds of me just sort of like losing my mind, I was like, oh, I can just repair it. So they literally just like I just repaired it and then handed it in. But for like there was a split second of just like oh my god, sure, I like blocked myself off. Yeah. I was like oh no, what am I like? What happened? What happened? Because it was like it was like checkmark, checkmark on both of them. And I clicked the button and then the checkmark disappeared and and I was terrified. But yeah, the one after that, the Zabrella one, they've done the same for that one, but that has its own problem that they've removed like they've removed all the Zabrella bars. So it's one of the yeah. big changes to the bars. You used to do the mechanic like phase array one at mechanic mm-hmm. three. I remember That's that gone. One. All the other ones are also gone. There is now one. It's on Prapple 4, and you have to complete Booze to get access to it. And that's Booze like... is after long... Booze is level 50? Yeah. And it's after Longline. You know, and Longline yeah. is level 45, or at least it used to be. I don't Wait. know whether it still is, but... Longline's the one where you had to kill... Wait, what is Longline? Interchange, oh, interchange right, games, right. kills in the yeah, mall. Yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, so that quest is like, how do you get past it? Other than like, have a friend who's level 50. <laughs> like, you can't really. Yeah. Which sucks, right? Because aren't you yeah. kind of like stuck behind a bunch of Ragman quests? Yeah, I can't remember like, what comes after. I don't know, because they've changed the order on loads of this stuff, so I'm not sure. But uh, so good three, is it? At least what it says on the wiki, which I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. So good four is the, yeah, the Wartech rigs and the black rocks and then you've got charisma textiles one and two and then the other line is living high so you can't do living high either or living high two um which is a requirement for network provider so yeah you're kind of stuck you can't get lightkeeper so it's actually quite annoying 
It's an annoying gatekeep, that one. Yeah. But yeah, like the only other way to get a Zabralo without being level 50 is, yeah, either to know somebody or to get one off like Ragman's like guards or something like that. That's not Ragman. Mishala. Yeah. Mishala's guards. Yeah, that'd be the um, other way. Which like, the yeah, but the bosses are 10% or whatever. Yeah. Right now, so like really low. And it's not, it's not very often that you get one either. Yeah. Yeah. With Zabralo. So it's just it's really hard to do that quest now. Like it's actually really tough. Even with the fix, it's really difficult. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean I guess they wanted to play it safe and put you know, or maybe that was just part of the plan. They just want to make things more restrictive in general. Um, so they put it so high up on a lockout gatekeep level fifty, just to kinda like as a that's what they want to do, or as a safeguard and then not really thinking about that quest in particular. You know, even even the gazelle. Can you even do like? Can you even acquire a gazelle from Ragman or anybody? So the funny thing now, do they? They don't need to be fine. Do they need to be fine? Right? I think they do, don't they? I honestly don't know. Do they not? No, they, I don't think they do. I don't do think so because you could you could no, do the barter, do. right? Yeah. So the so the difference now is that you can buy. Um, I've had loads of the Moscavs in Venice, but um, uh, okay. you can buy the gazelle on the fleet. Because you can buy all the armors on the fleet, right. except for the Zabralo. Oh, interesting. I don't know why you can't buy the Zabralo. You might not be. I wonder if you could buy the Thor. I'm not actually sure. But, like, they unlocked almost all of them, except for, like, the Zabralo and, like, maybe the Thor. Let's see. Yeah, you can't buy the Thor either. There's, like, a couple of these, like, top... The really, really big ones that I don't think you can get. And the Reduct T5 you can't get. And I wonder if the Gen 4 full... Uh, yeah, the Jeff Full you can buy. So yeah, I think I think there's those three. I I think I haven't like I haven't checked through everything, but um, everything else you can just you can buy on the flea because all the gazelle is now, which we're, we're nearing the time when we're gonna have to talk about some armor stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, all the gazelle is now is a you know modular plate carrier w- with some requirements around what it can take in terms of plates themselves with class three base. That's all it is. Because you can't sell class five and six plates on the flea, with the exception of side plates. You can't sell any you can't sell front and back class five and six plates on the fleet. So you can't sell the carriers with them in either. So the default gazelle, you can't sell that with the plates in right. on the flea, because they're class five. So it won't let you. So you can only sell it empty or with class fours in, founding raid, obviously. And um that means that you can actually complete that quest relatively easily because like in the current form, because you can, yeah, you can buy the the armor and you can buy it under 50 because a lot of people, it comes under 50 a lot of the time because people have either got it off scav, scuffed, or they've shot the scav with, like I had a couple where I shot the scav with piranha. That was where mine came from because I shot the scav with piranha and I shot in the neck area and it was under, it was like seven out of 14 on the neck. So it would have worked anyway, I think. Um, but it was like, it was close enough. So you, you can do it and then you can buy one that works off the flea uh, or at least you could have. So it would that would have been doable. But yeah, the Zabrella one's like annoying. Um, but you can get yeah, you can get loads of stuff. I wonder like when the flea's going to calm down because um, it's weird. I actually like this is actually kind of a funny story. I screwed myself out of um, about NK mm-hmm. because I found a or I got a slick from Ragman from one of these random interchange quests I was doing. But the slick sucks now for reasons which are probably obvious. But um, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it in a bit more of a structured way in two seconds. But um, the slick itself has got two classic plates in it, right, front and back, which is right. kind of neat. And I think they're some of the more like better ones. They're quite heavy, but uh, they're called. Um, I think they're called. I oh, know. Okay, they're called like Titan something. 
Where are they? Oh, here it is. Sorry, it's KA Steel. Yeah, there we go. Kibber Arms Steel Ballistics, like classics. Okay. And they're 5.1 kilos, but they're classic plates, which is pretty sick. But the slick itself is just not very good. But you can sell the slick like carrier on the flea. And I've always been like, why are people selling these things or buying these things more specifically mm-hmm. off the flea? Um, and I don't really, I still don't really know why people are buying it to, like that much. But I was like, well, the prevailing market for the flick is like 155k or something on the flea market, whatever. I'll sell it for 145. Like the mug's going to pick it up for that. You know, I'm going to you know, defraud them, whatever. I'm like <laughs> feeling, you know, big brain, like 400 IQ play. Yeah. Until uh, I realized that one of my, um, one of my like Twitch chatters has bought it. And uh, he was just like, GG, it sells for 155k to Ragman with no plates in it. And I was just like, oh, damn. So I like screwed myself out of 10k, like not realizing because I just didn't think. I was just like, this thing is like worthless, Aww. but Ragman still pays like quite a decent amount for it. Just quite funny. So there's like a base value, which I hadn't appreciated mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for some of these like higher tier, tier ones. But yeah, I mean, I stripped the plates out and then put them in something better. But um, <sighs> armor. <laughs> armor 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 where to even begin um dude like i don't know it's it's weird right there's lots of testing going on probably less so now because i think everyone's a bit exhausted and there's lots of weird stuff so airwing did loads of penetration testing found some weird results i did a bit didn't actually find that many weird results because i was using a certain subset of ammos and whatever it seems mm-hmm. sort of normal and then he did like, he was doing like tons more. He was doing like, you know, he was doing like full streams of like testing and whatever. So I was like, look, he's doing so much of that. I won't bother as much about, about that because mm-hmm. like, you know, it, he's got so much data or whatever. Like I'm going to redoing, redoing all the stuff that he's already doing. <clears throat> it seems kind of like a waste of time from a sort of community perspective. And like, also, sure. you know, I'm behind anyway. So it's kind of, you know, from a selfish perspective it's just like well i don't want to do the same thing but like yeah late <laughs> yeah like what's the point of that so i focused on other stuff for the video that i did um with the help of uh you know all the guys in discord um space monkey particularly who was very useful for, like figuring out stuff and like looking at hitboxes and whatever just like trying to f- understand like how it all works and i think like the stuff that we <laughs> i think we were looking at like m- yeah more of the hitbox type situations which was better because most of the bugs seem to appear in the actual like plate in sort of interaction mechanics with bullets as opposed to where you're hitting that seems to work relatively well and we ended up coming to some you know various interesting conclusions or at least like proving out the conclusions of the system um so I guess like broadly, you know, it, it's probably best to talk about it in the context of something useful, um, which I sort of regret not doing in my, in my video. Um, it's, it's probably, the thing is, it's probably too early, but I think it's m- more useful for this type of format for like this, this cast anyway for Scav Talk. So I've been writing out a lot of stuff in spreadsheets, as you can probably imagine, you know, that's not unusual for me, but I have a list of all the plates and I have a list of all the armor. Mm-hmm. And various factors. So, like the, the spreadsheet is now huge. It used to be much smaller, but obviously there's a lot more to think about. So, there's like lots of different categories of things, and the Venn diagram is like very wide. <laughs> but one of the there's like there's just like a there's a couple of pockets of important things to think about, and then if you filter through those, you kind of get to the list of like the the meta armors. Okay. And I was originally going to complain about like how the armor system seems so good. 
but ultimately it ends up just reducing us down to like no choice because lots of the armors are just bad. But I actually, after looking through, I don't think it's necessarily true. I, I think it's true for a subset of the armors, but I don't think it's necessarily globally true. But anyway, you'll, you'll see my reasoning. So to start with, the very, like one of the very first things, for me at least, is the soft armor system. Yeah. Which is interesting. So you've got like a couple of tiers of different things. You've got armors that are just inbuilt armor. There's no plates. And those range from class two class four the ones that are class three and lower i think of limited value from a sort of meta perspective they're okay early they cover everywhere they say they cover because of the soft system um the soft system is like the old system it covers everything that it says but the hitboxes are more granular so you have nothing that covers like the sides of the thorax for example like nothing ever can cover that it is never listed as an armored part Armpit is like a sort of subset of that hitbox, it seems. Um, like those parts just can never be covered. But you take some of these soft armors, for example, and ones that give more protection, like the Ule, which is basically the top of the, the, that tier, the Ule 6B5, which is the class 4 Ule, the old class 4 Ule. That is like the best you can get in the pure inbuilt armors because that one is class 4 everywhere except the neck, but it has a neck like protection on it mm-hmm. of class 2. So that gives you, like, you know, in the plate system, you've got plates in the middle and then a soft armor around the outside. The Yule has no, like, modular plates, but it, it, is, it is kind of plates, which is why it's class four. Because when you mount, almost all, almost all the soft armor in the game is Aramid. Let's put it this way. Whereas for a couple of them, the Ratrig, the Yule, right. the other Yule, the crappy Yule, um, the Kurakulon and the Untar, and the Flora, actually, those have got some, like, weird inbuilt material which seems to act just like the old system so for the Yule, which we've been talking about specifically that one says like ceramic armor with aramid like components or whatever so mm. it seems to just act like ceramic um but it's class four and because it's class four everywhere you have the full thorax and all the back protected like so back the, all the back bits and all the thorax bits that's all protected by class four um that one you also have uh, groin protection which protects the bottom section of the stomach, which is actually kind of like the legs. So the groin protection and the buttocks goes to the stomach as well. Um, the stomach now having six hitboxes because the, the thorax is front, back, left, right. Stomach is front, back, left, right. But also groin and buttocks. There's kind of six for the stomach. And this gives you that protection from the front. Um, but it's all class four. So no matter where you hit on any of those parts that are protected, it's class four. So it's kind of meta. Like I've seen, like Teratex have been using it. Like I think for run of the mill raids i genuinely think it's like the new rat rig it's like the the go-to armor that everyone will just be using because it's class four on everything and it's super cheap you do one quest for it i can't remember which one it is off the top of my head you do one quest for it and it then costs you 64k like it's cheaper than the rat rig used to be um i don't know whether anybody noticed about the rat rig but the rat rig sucks because the rat rig's class four at the front no neck armor and class two at the back which is quite painful so it it's really, it's really awful from behind. You only get like, you get chest and groin at four, but you get back and groin rear at plus two. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and, and no neck. So that's, that's pretty rubbish. So I think the Yule from the built-in stuff is really good. Then you've got the replaceables type armors. That's basically like a two-tier system. Mm-hmm. Kind of, for the most part. That's like, you can put in plates from four to six, 
and the soft armor is either going to be two or three. So the tier two soft armors, I just don't think are going to be meta. The one that yeah. you're going to want is the tier three soft armor. Yeah. Like I think in, that, in terms of like end game meta, like the Yule is not going to help you because the Yule works like the old system for armor. So anything above 37, like basically 40 pen, you're just going to die. Once everyone's got access to 5.6A1 and M80 and whatever, the Yule is not going to help. So I think the Yule is kind of like early to mid game, like meta, but partly just because of the ammo restrictions as well. But like late game, it's still just going to suck. So the things you're going to want then is you're going to want armors with class three soft armor that right. have replaceable plates on them. The class two ones are just not going to be good. But you want class three and you want neck. Because you, if you have a class three soft armor, then you have class three neck as well. That certainly helps against scavs because there's not really much like picking and choosing across the other armors. It's like it's either all two or it's all three, which is quite intriguing. So yeah. when you drill that down, you're saying, okay, I got, I got my thing open. So I will say, fine, you've got class three protection. Um, there's also, you've got this like range. I wonder actually, I'm not, I'm, I feel this might be mutually exclusive. So if I just like check only things with, yeah, only things with neck. Yeah. Then it actually removes them all. But there's like, there are a bunch of armors with like no soft armor at all, which I think is terrible. And yeah. they, cause so they don't have any armor outside of the hip, like the plate at all. It's literally just a plate carrier. There's a couple of those. It's like the Eagle Allied MBSS, the Hex Attack, the SNS Precision, one of the Goon ones, the Tasmanian Tiger SK, my old favorite armor that's now you know, completely useless, I think, and the Hex Grid. So there's five that have no soft armor whatsoever and they're just plates. But the plate hitbox is smaller than the Thorax hitbox, so you can just be you know, one-tapped by all sorts of garbage around the outside of your Thorax hitbox. So I think that these are like borderline useless. There's a, a subset of like other ones that are like this that I think are latent also garbage yeah <laughs> um which are armors that have soft armor but when you drill down into the information the soft armor only protects the plate area too so an example of this is uh let me see eagle mmac mm-hmm. mmac strandhog there's a whole bunch to get a rig the slick they're all like this and they have Aramid on the plate area. Mm-hmm. And then you put plates in also on the plate area. Right. So you still have zero on the thorax around the outside. So you, you can just be shot by whatever, Magnum Buck, and then yeah. two pellets go out just outside of the plate and you die, which I think is just awful. I just don't think anyone wants to run these, right? It's just, it's pointless. So you have to be a bit careful about that. You can tell because, I mean, I said it in the video, but if you hover, if you mouse over the, um, yeah, if you mouse over the armor areas, it just says, uh, on the other one, it just says like front plate, back plate. There is no mention of thorax and back. So with the plates in, with the plates out, it always says like the plates hitbox. So that's Aramid covering the plate only and not the thorax. You just have to be careful. Like, I, just, I just think those I think those suck as much as the ones with none. Yeah. There was only, there's, there's a quirk that was in Aaron's video about this, which is that Aramid that covers the plate hitboxes mm-hmm. from his testing acts like a piece of hard armor which means that it obeys the like fairly widely known rule now which you know we figured out like it's kind of the rule number one about plates which is that if a plate protects you it passes through zero blunt mm-hmm. so you don't you just literally don't take damage which is sort of interesting so if you have a, a you know a plate of layer class four and then you have the armor underneath if it goes through the class four and the class two stops it you still take nothing 
but you're relying on the class two. So I still think it's like, it's a very niche, I think it's an interesting theoretical case, but I think practically speaking, I just don't think it matters. Yeah. Maybe it does in some very specific scenarios, but you know, if it's getting through the four, it's probably getting through the two, despite the damage reduction right. and damage reduction. Maybe, maybe there'll be some cases that it turns out after all the testing that it'll end up being important. I'm not really sure. So yeah, so in my mind, like soft armor of class three, at least neck protection. Yes, because you don't want to just get buckshotted by scavs because if you don't have neck protection, you have to make up for it with the helmet somehow. And you can do that. There's like the Mandalorian trooper mask. There's like this new, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's the shark sort of neck piece thing. There's like, there's a few ways you can get like neck or mm-hmm. specifically throat, which is the front part. Neck is split into two. There's like neck at the back and throat at the front. Right. Um, there's the, the helmets that you can protect throats. So you can kind of make up for it and you don't necessarily need neck. Um, but I would say that the, the only... Uh, let's see. I think, yeah, the, I don't think there are any class three soft armors with replaceable plates that don't have. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong column. There are, there are a couple, actually. There are a couple. It's like the, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's only one. I think it's literally the Thor, the um, little Thor, you know, the, uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called now. What's the, what's the, it's called like, um. Conceal, yeah, concealable, whatever. It's like the the actual body armor vest that 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 Thor. The Thor's kind of weird because it comes like it's the default for oh, level four right. armor in our mind, but it comes with class three, as opposed to two, which is quite unusual. So sometimes you can buy it with uh, class four plates in it, but it's class three soft, which is quite good. But yeah, it has no neck. I think that that seems to be the only one. The other ones that are coming up on my list are only like that because. Um, it's like the DRD Packer or the Korkulon or the Untar or something, which um, I still think are like strictly worse than the Ulay because class two on the neck is okay if you're just going class four everywhere else. Anyway, so needless to say about that, so if, if you want class three soft armor with replaceable plates and the neck, that only leaves 10 armors, which is the, uh, it's the old Zhuk 6A which is now called the Zook Digital, because it doesn't have plates in it. The 6A designation only made sense when it had plates in it, because that was like an armor protection rating, but now it's empty. The Redoute T5, which is the samurai armor. Um, all three of the Gen 4s. The Redoute M, the killer, the protective version of the Osprey, uh, the Defender 2, and the Gazelle. So of those ones, there's like... The, the, the Redoute T5 and the Gen 4 full have like horrible move speed. They're like 13.5% and 8%. Because yeah. what makes it complicated now is when you look up any of these armors, they have plates in them already. So because I don't have any of the armors, what I did was I went through and I looked at the <laughs> stats and then I minused all of the plates for move speed, turn speed, and ergo, which was, that was painful. That took me ages. And um, yeah, so they still got like quite bad stats. So if you take out the ones with the terrible stats, then there's Gen 4 full and the, uh, and the T5. Then you've got just these eight left. The, the Zhuk, Redoute M, Gen 4 Assault, Killer, Gen 4, you know, Gen 4 Mobility, Osprey, Defender, and the Gazelle. And I think those are like the eight like, meta armors, in my opinion. Say those again, sorry. I think those are... Uh, so it's like, yeah, so it's the, the Zhuk Digital, mm-hmm. the Redoute M, the Gen 4 Assault and the Gen 4 Mobility, the Killer Armor, the Protection version of the Osprey, the Defender 2 and the Gazelle, 
I just think I think these these like those eight. I think that they're the meta armors. To be totally honest with you, yeah, because they they have soft class three. Right, like late game, you will, you're going to want like class five or six plates in these things. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to so want the you, class three soft plates for like you know, and with neck. Yeah, and with neck. Yep, yep, yep. Because it means it'll protect you against like the most stuff if you get shot in the neck. Um, you can even layer that in theory, but like I, I think you that's going to be good. And two of these, I think, are probably the best. Which is the um, the Osprey and the Gen 4 Assault because they actually yeah. both have shoulder protection. Yeah, so, right now that's my go-to. Like they have everything else that all the others have. The groin protection doesn't really matter. There's like a whole bunch of them have groin protection, but I just don't really care so much. I don't think but these so. guys have got shoulder, and shoulder can help. You get it's only cost three, but it helps to like mitigate some damage on the arms. Yeah, it can, it can help with like multi pen. Through the arm, mm-hmm. yeah, that's and into true. the chest because we were testing that because that was that's an, that's annoying. I don't know what's changed this wipe with that exactly. I don't know whether this is the same as last wipe, but it matters more now because previously you'd get pen through the arm and you'd still have class five underneath on the chest, so it wouldn't matter. Whereas now you get pen through the arm from the side and it just goes into like nothing, you know. And that's the that's the problem. So you have like it, it seems to be when we tested it, we couldn't get M eight five five to go through the arm. Hmm. We couldn't get SOST to go through, and we couldn't get 762 PS to go through. Hmm. But M995 will. Uh, PP will for 762. So it seems that the pen just threshold the naked seems to be arm? 40. Yeah, just the naked yeah. arm, and also through the armor. Right. But yeah, with the naked arm, we couldn't get it to work with any of those under like the 35 and under. So maybe it's like above 35, maybe it's above 40. It's like around there, around that threshold. But once you get to that threshold, it just goes through every time. Mm. You hit, you do damage to the arm, and then you do damage to the chest subsequently. With some damage reduction, <laughs> even just going through the naked arm. Um, but it's, yeah. Like, you'll still, the high, the high damage uh, ammos, you'll still die in two shots. Will to you, the side of the chest, which is crazy. Will you die in one with M80? Not with M80. Well, you, you, you shouldn't. Oh, because the damage reduction is so low. Well, M80 only does 80 anyway. Right. But so you would instantly black the arm. And You'd then black the arm, and then the chest 15. would take, like, whatever, you know, 60 da- 65 damage or something. So it'll two-hit you. Oh, because you, you're hitting the chest, which is going to get reduced by Aramid, you're saying? Or what are you... I'm not following. No, like, nothing. Literally nothing. Oh, the, the arm there's damage, a reduction... The we're going there's a reduction the just through the arm. I get yeah. you. I get you. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so it's not like, because I, I see what you're saying, because the arm is like, your church is talking about, I think I'm sort of reading between the lines here, but I think I know what you're talking about, because I've looked at this myself, which is so the arm has 60. Church is saying like the, the M80 gets 80 damage, goes through the arm with 60, blacks it, distributes 20, 20 right. across the rest of the body. The thorax is 85 over, actually over four, no, sorry, over 380, because it, it doesn't include the black arm anymore. Mm-hmm. That makes it 22.3% of the rest of the body. The spillover damage was 20 damage, so you get 4.47 points of damage onto your thorax. <laughs> the 80 then propagates through from the M80. Mm-hmm. Not propagates, but like the bullet continues on, hits the thorax for 80, adds to the 4 point... I mean, it actually wouldn't work in this case, but right. adds to the 4.47 and like maybe kills you or yeah. whatever. Like I get where you're going from. Like that would work with like um, maybe LPS or something, or like BT mm-hmm. or no, PS. PS for 760, 54. That might work. But... There's damage reduction through the arm, so it doesn't right. that doesn't happen. Like it'll only happen for a very specific subset of bullets, like maybe like PS12B. Yeah, that's... that might that might do it. That might one shot you through the arm, stuff like that. So it's got to be quite high damage. It's got to be like quite a bit more than eighty to make it work. But yeah, either which way, it's like kind of it's kind of weird and kind of interesting how that 
functions and the class three can like help prevent against that. Like it doesn't stop the like there's there is no because of the way that the soft armor works, the shoulder hitbox is just the shoulder hitbox. And if they hit the side of the chest, you it just hits the side of the chest, right? There's mm-hmm. nothing that protects against that. But it does help a little bit to stop stuff from going through and like killing you, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe it saves you against like certain high power rounds that are around the threshold. Maybe it saves you against PS. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because um, damage reduction is more lenient than like pen, for example. Like PS will definitely go through class three in the old system, but it'll get damage reduced probably by class three, even though it's like 90% chan- chance to go through. Um, it's like one interesting quirk of the damage reduction system is it's more lenient on pen. Um, so, so that's like one weird quirk. Um, I guess the, the other weird quirk that I should mention is that, yeah, there've been like, as Erwin has shown, there are multiple instances where you do exactly that, something along those lines, and uh, then they just die. Sometimes you just shoot them with the M80, they just die. Yeah. And this is this sort of comes. There's there's two prevailing theories right now, and maybe both are true. One of them is about fragmentation. No one really understands fragmentation anymore. We talked about it a long time ago. I was talking to CZTL again because he was the, probably the only person who did like really in depth testing about fragmentation uh, back when it was like screwed, and no one's really looked at it since because no one could figure out what was going on. And the the understanding, basically, as far as we got to as a community, was fragmentation can't happen on PMCs versus PMCs to the thorax and to their head. And maybe not to the stomach either. It only happens on limbs. Maybe it does happen on stomach. I can't remember now. But it was like, yeah, legs and arms, definitely. Thorax, no. Um, but it can happen from you to scavs, and it can happen from scavs to you. Fragmentation, which is, that's weird. And it was also not one and a half times always. It ranged somewhere between one on one point, you know, 1.4 and 1.9, depending on the bullet. And that the fragmentation chances on the wiki also were just like not what you saw in practice. That was the That was the last sort of, thing that we understood about it but it was like a mess and just confusing and like ever, ever, nobody could be bothered to look into it properly right because no one yeah. knew what was going on so now we're back with this wipe now it's like okay well is, fra- is fragmentation back is it bugs are people like having rounds to the thorax frag now like does it only frag because the plates are there like, is there something else going on there um, which is causing it like so, so Ehring, Ehring thinks it's fragmentation mm-hmm. that's causing these one shots I think it's multi-hitbox, but neither of us know, and neither of us like have enough proof either way. Like he, I th- he said, I don't know what his proof is, but he said to me on Twitter at least that he has enough evidence to point towards like that it might be fragmentation. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what that is, so I can't really opine on that. But I have evidence also from what I've seen: lots of people getting killed from the front through uh, like uh, ch- chest back and stuff, which is like, yeah. why would you be getting killed on the back? Hitbox. I've seen that. Like, there's lots of people reporting that, and I'm like, that sounds like a the hitbox problem to me. I, I, so I think it's like the same round interacting with two hitboxes because of the number of extra hitboxes. There's a in, very interesting test, which um, came about by accident, uh, which also makes me think that this might be the case, especially with the head. And this is why it's interesting following this on from the barbed wire thing. So, APSX, right? You remember we talked previously, like, yeah. and we've talked about APSX multiple times in the past. Mm-hmm. APSX does precisely 35 damage. It is the only bullet in the game to do so. Express Buckshot also does that per pellet, but it's hard to make sure you only get one pellet on target. So APSX was like the perfect testing bullet for helmet stuff because it could never kill a player, ever. Unarmored, armored, didn't matter. Like you, you had to shoot two bullets of APSX through someone's head for them to die, always. Um, that also like was one of the reasons why fragmentation on heads was debunked because you could shoot someone in the head a million times. Like it says ten percent on the wiki, 
but it never frags when you hit them in the head. They never, ever, ever die. And me and Sad28 did loads of testing on Ricochet with this round in particular because you didn't have to load into co-op offline every time, you, uh, every time it didn't happen. Um, and it's like, you know, it's, it's a 50% Ricochet chance on Condors and all this stuff. Anyway, we come around to this wipe. This is like, I feel like this is tying in so many elements. So Sad <laughs> is. Um, is a big grinder. He's like one of mm-hmm. the bigger grinders that I'm like most friendly with and you know, most friends with on, on sort of like out of my like Discord community or whatever. Like he, he talks to me all the time about like his progress and tells me like tidbits about what's coming up, which is like cool. It's interesting. It's good having like somebody who's grinding like that to tell me stuff. So that's fun. Anyway, he gets to sew it good part three with a Zabralo early, like earlier than other people. Okay. Um, and he's coming to the same problems that all the other guys who are like rushing to Kappa have got. And so comes to me to ask for my opinion on what bullet they should use. So I'm like, well, you should use APSX because <laughs> as per the testing, right? You shoot in the neck, you'll, it'll never kill you. So you should be able to, like, if anybody's got any, like, obviously you can't buy it, but if anybody's got any, mm-hmm. then you should be able to use it to, um, to zero out the armor. And also the, da- the, the pen and the armor damage percentage are also really high. Those two things are, are super interlinked. The durability damage that you do is a, like a combination of the two. So you, they both need to be high. Like armor damage percent on its own is useless without pen, and pen is useless without armor damage percent. So I was like, go and use that. 15 minutes later, he's just like, yeah, it killed me. I was like, huh, that is interesting. Um, and somebody else like had to take the armor out and come back in, and they did it a couple of times, and uh, yeah, it, 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 they died. They, they died every time. So I was like, that is very weird. So as part of the testing that we were doing, and like I haven't released any content on this yet because like it's a, it's a tidbit of random info at the moment, but it could be important. We had some APSX and uh, took that in. And uh, yeah, even from say, like we, we had a, an LCAN on an MP7 and mm-hmm. we went like 40 meters away or something. Instant kill. Shoot someone in the arm, 34 damage. Hit them in the head, even unarmored, instantly dead. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is this is like multi-hitbox pen, right? It right. must be. Especially with like so once you've got above 40 pen, it's going through limbs for a start, arms into chest. Like, surely this is the same for the head. It must be. That this this is that's the most direct evidence that I have that it's multi-hitbox mm-hmm. is APSX. You know what actually would be quite an interesting thing would be to use the APSX to shoot the thorax. I haven't tried that. And that would be interesting like because if you can hit 70, yeah. yeah, or like even all with plates or whatever, because if you, because it's going to go through everything. If you can hit 70 True. on someone in one hit, yeah, that basically proves multi hitbox almost exclusively. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe it's frag, but like if frag appears on APSX, you'll also see it and they won't die. So actually, that's a really good test. I've this, this has been a good brainstorm. Um, so anyway, so that's that's my evidence that it's multi hitbox. We did try some other stuff as well. Um, on Lighthouse, we were using M855A1. Mm-hmm. That would not kill you over 100 meters in the past because of the, the uh, damage reduction right. over time through a, right. through a class 4 helmet. And the, so the combination of pen, it's, it's, like, it's such a complicated, like, you know, you need a you know, degree in astrophysics to like, make this all make <laughs> sense. But it's like, because the two things are combined, right? It's like a tier 4 helmet, as you go further away, the pen gets lower. That means the damage reduction gets m- m- more, actually. Um, and so but the damage is also getting less at the same time. So it gets like worse and worse, right? So you go from zero, which is the original damage, the original pen. You go to 50 meters, the pen is lower. 
So the damage reduction is higher, but the actual base damage is also lower that's getting reduced. So it's like they're both going in the same direction. So you get to 100 meters, the pen is low enough on M855A1, and the damage is low enough for then the damage reduction to reduce it below 35. And you never used to be able to do that. Uh, we went to interchange, and um, we, I got uh, space to shoot me with M855A1, and uh, shot me at 600 meters, straight kill. I was like, ha, huh. it was like quite interesting stuff. But there was instances on Lighthouse when we were shooting that I didn't die. So I took a, I took a headshot through class four. Um, actually, I took, I took a headshot and the helmet was undamaged, actually, in this instance. And I had 10 health left at like 650 meters. So it did 25 damage to my head from like a million miles away without the helmet. And then after that, I got a Jaws shot and died from the same distance, with the same bullet. So it's like the whole thing is weird. And I think it depends on exactly how it goes. I know there's um, no food posted something uh, on his Twitter. Uh, let me see. Here he is. He posted something saying, do, 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 do. Um, uh, where's he gone? I wonder if it was in a reply to somebody. It must have been in a reply. Here it is. Yes, it was in a reply to the friendly guy because friendly guy had. He was just talking about like yeah, people getting one tapped by all sorts of random stuff and terrible ammo and getting hit in the back and blah blah blah. And um, no food replied to him and said, "I suspect it has to do with fragmentation and the new hitboxes." (laughs) He kind of like put a foot in both camps. Alternatively, it's rare cases where bullets are hitting the chest first slash last and penetrating the neck hitbox, which is also in the upper chest area, and the resulting screen shows the first slash last hitbox. Either way, I can't replicate it in any tests. <laughs> so he's kind of like, you know, sort of in the same ba- in the same boat. Right. Where he's like, I think it might be this, it might be that, it might be the other. I can't make it rep I can't replicate it anywhere. I, I don't really know what's going on. Um it's just, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very, very weird. And the, the guys at Tarkov Ballistics, who are the people that I usually use their website for like damage reduction over the distance and pen reduction over distance because they've got all the calculators and whatever. And they're like, they actually just posted, I think it was today or yesterday, mm-hmm. where they posted a, an update basically being like, we're not updating any of the site until we know what's actually happening because it seems mm. to just be broken yeah. at the moment. Yeah. I feel like that's the most... The only conclusive thing right now is like something is amiss, <laughs> and it's yeah likely. I I think it's likely unintended. I just feel like that's it makes the most sense. It's a new feature, you know, it's a yeah. relatively sizable change. And as far as I'm aware, there wasn't like an official ETS testing. Maybe there was. Of course, they have their own testers, but you know what I mean? It's like you, you go from like a team of, I don't even know, 20 testers, 50 testers, 100 testers. I don't, I don't know what, what these look like to like a player base of 300,000. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's, so I, I think yeah, it's, it's crazy. likely a bug. And the unfortunate part is uh, it just kind of feels like the only... I don't know. It just it just doesn't really feel good. It just everything's kind of screwy. Um, because there's like another issue, or uh, if however you want to slice it, and kind of separate is like, which I think you mentioned briefly is 
plates just like sometimes absorb M61, mm-hmm. which is like okay, and it's like you take no damage. <laughs> the plate, the plate takes damage, like you know the durability. But how does that work? And it, and it's a class. It's like a class three or class four plate. I should add. That's the important caveat. So like it, based off that, I mean you know. I've been prioritizing headshots like crazy because it just feels like nothing. You know, I unlocked M80 and I kind of realized, oh, wait, is this even going to be worth using? Because, like, if they're wearing plates and I hit them dead center, uh, I might not do damage. I might do damage. I don't I don't know. The system's bugged. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what's reliable is good old head eyes. That one's never let me down. (laughs) Exactly. That's good. And and all helmets are... Well, it, it, the bug right now seems to be that, you know, headshots that used to not happen. Like, I actually don't really mind the headshot thing if it is a bug. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've been rallying BSG to change the headshot system in some way. I don't care how they do it, such that when a round penetrates the helmet, the, use, the, the wearer of the helmet dies immediately. Like, I don't know how they do it. Change the head HP to 30, you know, increase the, like, put, put a damage multiplier on it, whatever, right? Whatever they need to do to make it work. Like, all of this, like, oh, M85501 only will kill you if you're under 100 meters on a pen through class four. Like, it, it's bullshit, dude. Honestly, it's <laughs> bullshit. And it, it, it shouldn't be in the game. Like, it's, it's so dumb. Yeah. Um, it's one of the things that makes people not want to run, like, intermediate caliber for sniping because it sucks. Like, it, it's so stupid. Yeah. Like, the pen chance should be enough. You know, the pen chance is, should be enough. It's like if you can if you can pen with a rifle bullet, it's an AP round and it pens through the helmet, they should freaking die. I don't care. So like this bug, I actually like, you know, if you <laughs> it seems like most it's of the time bug. now. Yeah. If you if you pen with like high pen ammo, mm-hmm. you almost every helmet, you just instantly die no matter how much damage you're supposed to do now. Like, I actually think the outcome is quite good. Um, so like, you know, even if it's bugged hitboxes or whatever, I think it actually makes sense for the head. But yeah, for the, for the thorax, it's a bit a bit weird. And. I did, I've done like some testing because like the one that really got me was the six B the six B twenty three one, which is the pre is the it's the armor that you bought for the propane. It's that one, the green one, <clears throat> the old green class three, okay. you know, steel armor. Um, that's the one that got me because that's the one with the like two part plate. It's got the square at the bottom and like the triangle on top. And people keep talking about that one, like absorbing shots. Like I've seen it so many places. So I was like, hmm. and I've seen it in air wings thing. Right? I saw, I saw firsthand tower shooting like five times with like T45 out of a AK, AKM. And this thing just like tanking like a beast. It's like class three steel. It's just it's like crazy. mental, right? So I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. This is absolutely insane. Like I did some testing, like even more testing. This hasn't even made it into any content or whatever. I was just like interested, interested to see what was going on. Um, and there's some just like, there's some great, like crazy results. So honestly, it's just it's, it's really nutty. So like, let's put it this way: where was the most insane test? Um, I think it was. Uh, where where are you? Where have you gone? That was the Gen Four. That was MP. This the twelve plate. What's this one? Uh, here we go. Here we go. Nearly there. Yeah, okay, so this was 762BP against good old 6B23-1 class 3 steel plate. It starts at 50 durability. First shot, durability goes to 24, zero damage to the user. No pen whatsoever, (laughs) no blunt, because it's the plate. Shot number two, the durability goes from 24 to 11. No pen, zero damage to the user. 
So two subsequent rounds of BP just completely negated, like absolutely no, like you wouldn't even have known you've been shot. Third shot, 11 to 0. Um, durability. Tens does take damage, goes from the base damage of the of 762 BP is 58. It passes through 49 instead. That's it zeroed. Once it's zeroed, it does the full 58. But like we had multiple of these that was just like crazy. And it's just, it's weird because what happened? Like it's, it's, it's just so strange. Mm. Like we did, we brought in loads of these things and it was like the next test, the first shot again, did no damage. The second shot absorbed, the second shot went through the 6B23 plate, but got absorbed by the, the soft armor or something. And did 15 damage and BP. But that zeroed the plate. Anytime that you had a situation where it absorbed it, it did like double damage to these plates, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the next test, it did, 50, it did 14 damage the first time and nothing the second time. The thir- but then the plate zeroed, right? After the, the third test was like, it did 49 damage, you know, it was a full pen, then 15 and then another 47. So it would have taken three shots. But yeah, it's just, it's just so strange. Like, it, so... There was a theory that I saw somewhere, like around, I can't remember who said it at this point, which was that because plates might be a physical, like, so there, there's something definitely different, right? The plates yeah. do not, they do not obey the rules of the old armor system. Something about the penetration mechanics is different. They don't give any blunt damage for a start. Um, the pen is, like these, like, these armors would never, ever, ever protect against BP. Like, the, the percentage chance is, like, shrinkingly tiny. We're seeing, like, multiple instances once it's, you know, at, at full HP, the instances where it did like anywhere close to full damage. So we shot one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We shot at it eleven times. At various, no, sorry, ten times because one of them was actually at zero just to do a test. We shot at it ten times. There were only three instances of full damage done, while the plate had durability. Out of ten, <laughs> of the other seven, of the other seven, four of them were no damage at all, and three of them were fifteen damage. So it's like, it's, it's crazy, right? That would never happen yeah. in the office, not ever. So the rules are not the same. Um, but yeah, so somebody, was, somebody theorized that the armor plates are like world objects and not pieces of armor. And so they act more like um, penning through, like, uh, you know, like a steel wall in factory or kibber glass or glass on labs and stuff like that. And that mm. they're obeying a different mechanic. I see. And well, then my sort of, take on that then is well quite clearly there's rather than the old system which is you know you have like 97 percent chance to pen the system is much more like bounded so it's you only have a, you know the, the maximum pen isn't you know asymptotically approaching 100 percent, which is like kind of how it works now but it's approaching some other fa- value or like the maximum pen you can ever have is like 70 against anything right like you know m993 against class three plate is can only ever be 80% pen chance, for example. Um, my other suggestion was that uh, in BSG's own notes, they actually said, you know, each armor plate has its own characteristics and blah, 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 include, and, you know, it's a <laughs> damage and, you know, material, like, you know, hit points, blah, 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 ricochet, uh, you know, comma, other stuff. And when I went back, because I was, like, reading it so I could, like, clip the piece out and put it in the video, and I was like, ricochet? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Mm-hmm. Like, armor plate? question mark um but me and space went to test that we couldn't get any of them to ricochet at all even from like the sliciest of like slice i mean i, I don't know how the hitboxes look or even lie 
So like, I don't even right. know if we were shooting, like maybe we were still shooting it at 90 degrees, like dead on. I don't know. Cause that's kind of how Ricochet system works, but we tried a few things. We couldn't get it to Ricochet ever. It just looked exactly the same as the other test. So that one's probably out of the, out of the calculation. That doesn't seem to be a thing, but uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, it's really wild. Like there's so much random stuff. Um, so who knows whether it's like a bug or not. I, th- I think plates are probably working as intended. I think the rounds like insta-killing you, I think that's probably a bug, either with fragmentation, which I, I think it's more to do with hitboxes personally than it is about fragmentation. But yeah. um, I think that's probably a bug, like the multi-hitbox hit thing, maybe. I mean, maybe BSG are like, yeah, you know, you, it's a bad exit wound, I don't know. Um, maybe they like it, maybe it's realistic. But um, yeah, it's just, it's all a bit strange. And and then there were some other bugs that have like been fixed since, right? Like the press armor was bugged because the front plate was... right. It just wasn't parameterized correctly, so it was basically just transparent. It just wasn't interacting with rounds. Like you'd you'd shoot someone on the press armor, the aramid would take damage, but the front plate would just be pristine. So it would just never get damaged because it. And apparently, I think the right plate, like the right side plate as well, was the same. Like they they'd like just mess something up in the setup, I think, of the armor, and so that just wasn't working. It's unfortunate that it's like a level one armor, um, one of the better ones as well, because lots of people were using it. Yeah, and, um, but it's fixed now. That that is fixed. Like that does actually work. So that's good, but uh, yeah, the whole the whole thing's like very chaotic, and I think a lot of the people who were looking into this stuff have sort of reached fatigue level with it because, like, we, I just don't know if there's anything else that we can like glean right. out of what we've seen other than just being like, yeah, you might have a high pen bullet just be absorbed using plates. You might just absorb random rounds if you're using. Soft armor like Yule, yeah, you get class four everywhere, but you don't have this like class two or three vulnerability around the edge. But sometimes plates save you. I feel the thing that so let's, let's put it this way. I think my takeaway on it is that if you just want to run of the mill armor, just run the Yule because it's more consistent. Armor plates like they increase the the variance a lot on you dying because if they shoot you, say you're using you, know, you say you're a normal player and you're not at the class three unless you use the Thor, but you're not at the, like the class three sort of surround plates yet. If you get hit in the class two armor, you're probably dead. If you get hit on the plate, it might just miraculously save you. So sometimes it takes like eight bullets to kill you, and sometimes it takes two. So it, like the plates just like dramatically increase the variance on what kills you and what doesn't. Whereas something like the Yule is like more consistent. At least like you know what's happening with the Yule. With with the plates, it's like anyone's guess. But I mean that that being said, there are like you know there are other cool things about the plate system. Like you can defraud plates in raid without getting rid of your carrier, which is quite cool. Like if you're using non like eastern style armors then you can replace the front plate with the back plate if it gets damaged which is also quite cool yeah um like the system's like pretty neat like i've done a bit of like plate frauding which is quite fun you know you take your plates out of someone and you drop your plates in a bush but yeah. then you pick up someone else's plates and put them back in your own carrier but like you just leave their rig because the rig itself doesn't matter because you can buy a carasso it's just you want their class four plates and you put that in your thor i've done that before so i can mm. retain my class three soft but i've replaced my four plates which is kind of neat um, but there's like there's also lots of constraints on the system, right? Like I was talking about the meta armors beforehand, but like those are pretty much they're they're pretty much all modular ones, not not entirely, because like the gazelle won't won't take like a western sappy plate in the front, for example. It'll only take a diamond shaped plate at the front. So that's like you have to do some quest for proper. I don't even know which one it is. Um, and the same thing with the killer armor. I think that one's got like a very specific set of stuff that you can that you can get. Like one of the weird things is that right now, like the side armor is the earliest like class five that you can get you can get it on peacekeeper three and it's not very much it's like 75 dollars so it's like 10k for a piece of side armor in 
doesn't protect your thorax, just protects your stomach. But you think like, eh, you know, it's 10, it's 10K. Sure. Well, you know, why not? Just stick it in. And I still think I'm unable to buy class five, I think, even now. I can't, I'm not actually sure when the first class five arrives anymore. I'm, I'm actually not sure. Like if I, if I look at the plates, let me have a look at the plates list here. Because I don't actually know that what quest it is yet. Oh, no, those are the two side plates. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so Thrapple 3, you can buy the, the Class 5 steel plate back for the Corund, but only the back. The, the front for the Corund is a quest. I think they're all quest locked pretty much. Yeah, I think, I think all the Class 5s are quest locked, and I don't know which ones they are, which is anno annoying. Because when when they're quest locked, it doesn't tell you which trader level it is either. Mm, yeah, yeah. And because I don't trust the wiki completely yet for the like later right. game stuff, I don't really know yet. Um, and it's kind of the same thing for the class sixes. Like, there's very few class sixes that you can get. But like the way that you're going to get most of these armors is not by buying the plates. Is you're going to buy the carrier with the plates in it because they come from. I don't think the traders sell any empty armors. You're going to buy like an osprey from peacekeeper mm -hmm. and then if you don't want to use the osprey you're going to take the plates out and then put them in something else that you do want to use and sell the osprey for example like i i quite like the osprey but that you know you know the deal right you're going yeah. to buy a slick and take the plates out sell the slick carrier and then put the slick plates in an osprey for, for example yep um i think that's probably how it's going to work at the end but i just say yeah, i don't know like what what is what yet so man it's a it's a lot like it's a lot yeah but I think that's it. I think that's most of the things. Like, yeah, there's a, as I said, there's a big list of what goes in what, you know, which armors will take what kinds of plates. But for the most part, if you're sticking with like Western style stuff, then it's very easy and the front and back plates are replaceable. So it's kind of whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's interesting. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's personally, it's not my favorite thing in the world. As as I've kind of said before, it's just like yeah. I mean, ultimately, I wish they would fix. You know, well, I'm sure eventually, whatever's going on, I hope it gets resolved. I hope it's not a feature. I hope indeed it is a bug. But even mm. then, I just don't know if I really like the system. I mean, it's interesting overall, as you say, like the plates and, and Western Eastern, and you know, this mm -hmm. whole like I've actually died once trying to min max and like discard my plates and pick up their plates, but because you know you, it's not always easy. Sometimes you got to drop your arm. I mean, you have to you, basically you have to drop your armor or put in your backpack one or the other, and it's kind of clunky. Yeah. But yeah, I got caught doing that, which you know I was being extremely greedy. So my own my own <laughs> fault there. But purposefully clunky, I would interject and say it's intended so that you can't just you know cod it up and just. And it goes, you know. Well, I just think that'd be a better way to go. I mean, I assume that they want to do that eventually, but they being BSG, they can't just have it look, you know, not ultra realistic. Like it can't just be a default animation, right? It has to be unique for every individual play. It has to be very specific to how it, you know, replaces itself and whatnot. So I don't know if that'll ever be the case, but anyways. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I really like, it's just, for me, it just feels kind of bad in general. It's not really my cup of tea, but it is, it is interesting to kind of like look through at all the cool new mechanics and stuff and figure out what works. I mean, I've been using the Karasa a lot with the 
class four ballistic plate that's like ultra polyethane or whatever. Yeah, that one's really good. The monoclete. Monoclete. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's my favorite one. It's the one that comes default in the trooper. Yeah, and it's just like super light, you, super light, right? And the Karasa with like the plates, those plates in there is like, it's like five kilograms, I think. It might even be less, and it has like one move speed penalty. Which one was that, Karasa? Yeah, Karasa with the the monocleat. Karasa right? base weight is three, and the okay, monocleat, mono, yeah, the monocleat plates are one point three five each, so. 2.7 plus mm-hmm. 3, so 5.7. Yeah, so it's really light. Super light, which, like, I don't even know if previously there was an arm of that light in the exactly, old system. Now you can, min- you can mix and match them all, right? Which is yeah. kind of uh, kind of weird. Do you want to know the, what's, what's the lightest the lightest art base armor in the game? Because so, I was like, surely some of this is just going to be bugged. But, I mean, it, to be fair, it is like just the, the plate carriers that are just that they just have plates because it's just it's just some straps dude like there's nothing else it's a hex attack with <clears throat> it's a, i think it weighs 470 grams or something crazy um but it's like it has heck? no it has no soft armor so it's just like yeah no soft armor nothing it's just straps it's just <laughs> you just strap a plate front and back but there are some that are pretty pretty nutty low now because of the way that it's like been parameterized um like, what's this one? Like, the Karund is like 1.9 base, but I think it's because it can only take heavy plates. Mm. So it ends up being like relatively heavy overall. That's what I was kind of interested in the ones that are like fully, you know, universal. NFM Thor is like 1.7 base as well. That's like really low. That one's also quite cool. So, yeah, it's like there's some nice, there's some weird intricacies of the system for sure on that kind of thing because you can like mix and match so much stuff and go like, oh, I have a light plate. Right. Yeah, I've like, yeah, the monocleat plate in, and they're not actually that expensive on the fleet either. No, and sometimes they're cheaper than because there's a barter you can do on, I think it's Peacekeeper 3 for the Night Sky Pass for one plate, and you can get two per reset. But sometimes mm. they're just cheaper on the flea market. And yeah, I mean, the way that the way because of this whole bug feature, whatever thing we got going on, it's just kind of like any like have a good base. Right, like a like a vest or a rig, whatever you yeah. choose. Um, I've been doing the Karasa a lot, and put in the lightest plates in. <laughs> if you want to splurge and go for class four, sure, whatever, or what you know, if you want to get a higher class, whatever. But just make sure they're mm-hmm. light and profit, or get screwed one or the other. Maybe you get shouldered or armpitted or yeah. back of thorax. I don't, you know, just. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just like the firefights, if you don't hit the headies, it just feels really weird. Like, it just sometimes yeah. you are like a god and you don't take damage. Other times you just like get shredded and you look at the death screen and it's like collateral, collateral, collateral chest. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. I guess I, you know, I guess I lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I'm just like I'm just browsing through the the sort of universal like sort of Western sappy style plates because mm-hmm. again, like trying to min max this stuff, I haven't figured out exactly how to do it yet. But I think there's like there's this weird thing of like you want to look at the plates and then you look at the ones that are good. So I'm looking at the class fives for example. There's the the GAC three S fifteen M, whatever that is, some class five like polymer plate, which is point nine seven, gra- uh, yeah, point nine seven kilograms which is a, yeah, it's a Western-style plate. 
with low debuffs. So then you need to go over to the armor and you go, okay, well, what armors have these in by default? Because that's really like there's no there's no uh, barter for them or no flea thing for them. Like maybe yeah. there's a craft, who knows? But like, who knows what craft there's going to be um, after quest? Because like a lot of the quests are stuck behind quests. But so then you have to go over and look at the armor and say, okay, well, what's the default armors that have this plating? Because that's really the only source I can get it from. And you can get those from the goons, SNS precision, the ACPC, the hex attack, and the tac tech. Those have these DAC three S one fives in. So it's like, okay, well, I need to work towards the barters or purchases for these things. Mm, I see where you're on. So then strip the plates out to put them in the carrier that I want. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I think from, yeah, maybe it's all locked behind stuff. I don't even know. Can you, I'm not even sure. Like, they've got rid of so much stuff. Like, can you even get the tactic anymore? Can (sighs) you buy that? I I don't, I really don't even know, man. Because like, I've looked through a lot of these and based on what I had before, like you, I think you can get the ACPC, but you have to do the quest. I don't even know if you can get it for doing long line anymore. I don't know. I guess you can. But it's, it doesn't even come up. Like, it doesn't come up on the traders. It doesn't come up on I mean, the fleet. I mean, if it doesn't come up on the fleet at all, I say it's not quest locked. It's not a long trader. Yeah. You just can't get it. Yeah. Because, like, you can buy the ACPC carrier on the fleet from people. But, like, the, when I did this original list, I literally just went through the handbook because it's all identified right, right. and li- linked. And did a, a, an actual search on each one. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't on the traders, I said you can't get it. So for those plates, the only one that you could buy is Ragman 4 Hex Attack. The SNS Precision obviously is goons only. The ACPC seems to be gone completely. The Tactic seems to be gone completely. So there's like a lot of stuff that's just like completely gone now, which is interesting. And then for class six armor, the ones that are universal, like the yeah, the Western Universal ones. Uh, where can you get these from? Nowhere. <clears throat> what are the light ones? Well, the lightest classic plate you can get is, yeah, again, the GAC4SSS2, <laughs> whatever that thing is. And that comes in the hex grid, mm. which you cannot buy. <laughs> it's weird because, like, some of these, like, meta plates. Yeah are going to be in stuff that you can't even access. So if you find one, like, it's, I, I, I kind of don't mind. Like, I quite like it. I kind right? of don't of, mind. It's sort of like the system that we were hoping for. That you have to go and find them. But like, there's no realistic way to actually find them yeah, but, without just, like, finding a hex grid in a stash, which is... Right, that's kind of my issue. Think, like, yeah, we need to think, they need to think a little bit more about, like, sources of this stuff. I mean, this is the first iteration, so, you know, fair enough. I, I don't really mind. I don't think, you know, it's not, like, set in stone as it is right now, but... Uh, like, honestly, what they do with the ammo boxes, they need to do with plates and armor and backpacks. Well, yeah. I mean, I, to be fair, I've yeah. seen a few backpacks. Like, I've seen duffel, uh, the scav duffel bags spawning in MBSs. But, like, I want, like, actual backpacks. You know what I mean? Those are, like, level one white day backpacks. You know, I want, like, these new freaking weird combo nations where it's, like, <laughs> a two by three, a seven by one, and, like, a, a four by four or something. Some of these new backpacks are wild. Like they are. I, and the penalties are awful. It, yeah, it has thirty six slots, but it's got like these weird different things. Awful. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I would really, I would like that. Be that's what I think they do. Like maybe it's like a little. I don't even know what armor plates come in. Like what they are shipped. I think in at or... the minute. I think yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> like right now, they just are in stashes. I think. I don't. I don't know if you can get them even in. Maybe can you get them in duffels? I'm not sure. I don't know about I don't yeah. know about duffels. 
I don't Maybe know. spawn yeah, them in the big green crates, or yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Come up so the whole thing's thing. interesting. Like, <clears throat> I'm here. I feel like I'm spider diagramming all the stuff, and I'm just like, okay, well, if I want this class six plate, I have to get to this trader level to buy this armor because then I'm going to buy the armor and then I'm going to strip the stuff out. And one of the more interesting ones is uh, the cult termite, for example. The cult termite is not purchasable. It is titanium. It is class six. It goes in Western armors. And uh, but you you can the, so the armor that it comes in is the Tagilla rig. So if you kill Tagilla, you can get one of the unpurchasable class six plates. But I was like, this is sneaky because I was like, oh look, cult termite, great. But then I realized that Tagilla rig is actually class six plates at the front and class four at the back. I was like, oh huh. really? That's the default? Like oh come on guys, like, <laughs> like trick me. And um. I think there might be, a, yeah, I think there's some that are like that. Not so much for the Western ones, but the Tequila one is like kind of custom. It's sort of, in, sort of intriguing. But yeah, I, I quite like that. Like, yeah, you have to farm the boss and then you get it from him. Um, I think the only purchasable class six, really, like you can get the Zabralo late game, as we said before, the Thor Barter, and I don't know where that comes from. Um, so the, the Zabralo one's very specific because it's the granite BR5s, which is that fits in like some Western stuff, but probably okay. not the ones that you'd want. Uh, to be fair, it goes in the Osprey because the, the, the granite BR5 is, is class six, but it's shaped like a Zappy plate, but it doesn't go in all of them. Hmm. It doesn't go in like the Slick, for example, but it will go in the Osprey. So it's kind of weird how some of those things work. So you, could, you can get the Thor, sorry, there's a Bralo and pull the plates out. Yeah. The Thor gets like the Nesco 4400. So that's completely universal. So if you can barter for that, then you can get those. The Slick comes with the Kipper Arm Steel, the Hex Grid with this GAC4 SSS things. The Tagila comes with the Cult Termite. Like it's just each arm has got its own like plate, which mm-hmm. you're thinking like, which one do I want to do to get the, you know, do the barter or go and do the boss kill to go and get the thing. Um, and like if you'd go and do the easy one, which is the, Tasmanian Tiger SK, which is the only one that you can, well, I say that, but like, you could, there's another quest, but that's like ESAPI 5, which is ceramic. So it, it explodes really quickly, like the old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But whether that matters anymore, I don't know, because the plates right. don't take that much durability damage. And like, so the whole thing's just, yes, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. It's... Well, look, it's, it's interesting in a way that, like, you know, practically in raid, it's probably not going to matter. That's that the much, problem. But I'm, I'm interested. That's the problem for me is, like, realistically, like, it's interesting, but, like, in practicality, is it going to matter? I feel like. In practicality, very... everyone just run the Yule. <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't run the Yule yet. Yeah. I need to try it. I just, I really like being that lightweight because with the Karasa being five and then the. Mm. Oh, what is that rig called? Is it. It's not Blackhawk. Let me see. Thunderbolt? Thunderbolt, yeah. But that, that being like five grams, practically. Oh. And I have like virtually like minus two Moose Beam and Karasa, minus nothing on the helmet for Moose Speed, minus, minus 1% on the, uh, the day pack, the LBT, the one that mm. you barter for. Uh, what is that? Uh, Karund, is it? I think. Anyways, I just have like, <laughs> I was amazed at how fast I was moving. Like, it just moves yeah. so fast. But, uh, and then it's like, okay, if I, and this is the kind of the issue for my hesitancy to go with the Yule is like, okay, so now I gotta take on these extra weight, extra penalties. 
But now I'm not getting the RNG role that will make me invulnerable. It's like it's it's like a trade-off. Do I take the RNG role that make me invulnerable, but also will make me instantly die? (laughs) Or do I take the more reliable thing that also will has an innate role where I guess not really role, but you get shot from the sides, it's like you know, no neck. I don't know. Those things kind of like make me worry a bit, but that's just it's so hard. it's that inconsistency, isn't it? And that's, that's, that's the thing. The, I feel like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's that thing of if the Yule saves you from some people, it's going to be better like early. But once it doesn't save so. you from anybody, yeah, then you're better off going for the thing with the inconsistency, right? Because whether you, if you get shot in the class four Yule soft armor or the class two or three whatever mm-hmm. soft armor. The outcome is the same, it's going to pen, but on the one with the plate, you've got this 20% chance of it just like not, or, or maybe even 50% chance of it just eating it, versus the Yule where like it just goes through because it's the old armor system. So like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. It's like, as the, you know, if, in the thought experiment where everyone's using M995 and BP, you want to be using like whatever sort of garbage <laughs> thing with the plate on it. Right. Like any plate, doesn't even matter. You, right. can use, you can run the 6B23-1 you know, propane bar to armor because you have this like weird 50% chance that it just eats a bullet for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, but then you actually probably want one with replaceable things. So you like after the fight, you can put the back plate, put it in the front plate, and then you get the same chance again for the next yeah. fight. You're like almost fresh. From yeah. The front. Which so, is like, yeah, I, I see the point of that. The problem with the Eastern <laughs> armors and rigs is that mm. they are, have a specific style of front plate, sometimes even yeah. back plate. Um, which I found out the the hard way. I bought like the killer rig. I was like, oh, this is gonna be really or the killer armor. And I was like, oh, it's gonna be really good. I'll just put the plates in there. And I was like, oh, it takes these plates. And it seems that because the plates are different in their size, yeah. Uh, the Western because I was using a ton of the Eastern armor early mm-hmm. on. Um, cause I really liked how it covered the groin and the neck and, you know, had all this extra stuff, but mm. because of its shape, it's more of like a diamond with like a sort of ex- extruded bottom end. It gives you more stomach protection at the cost of upper chest protection, like more of your pecs yeah. slash are like, yeah, more of your pecs would be exposed, you could say. Whereas the Western plates, they're more squared. And they kind of sit up a bit higher, so you get like better thorax protection at the cost of stomach, which I just feel like yeah. is you know worth. So it's yeah, the the Hilla, the Zuck, the digital floor Zuck, um, press like there's there's a, kind of a lot that have these specific front plates that. I think are less than ideal. Like I can't really think of a scenario where, yeah, I just I, maybe factory, like some ultra close quarter map. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I just I don't. You're, you're still sort of at risk there, aren't you? That's the issue. Yeah, Again, another reason why I like the Yule because that that gap doesn't exist. That's, on the that's true. That's true. Right. All the way to the neck. Yeah. Um, I need to get the Yule like try. Or I need to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, because I. In that list of eight that I was talking about before, mm. of the ones with like low debuffs, like some of them are like, yeah, the Gazelle, which it's got very specific plates that it can take. Yeah. Um, 
which again is probably then uh, makes it like not meta. That's that's probably why. Yeah, that's probably why you end up with the. I think you probably end up with the gem for assault and the osprey being the meta armors because they're like they're western. They can the front you have western plates, so you minimize the thorax. You have the shoulder. You can swap front plates in and out, front back. You can swap them with other people that you meet more easily because yeah. they've probably got you know even that's if you're, say your class six gets just completely obliterated, you know you can and then you kill someone with a class four and you can just take the four plate. Stick it in. Yeah, you still got your shoulders. You still got class three elsewhere. You've still got your neck protection. But now it's almost like you can take like the best parts of like what they had, and just mix and match that. Like their back plate is undamaged, for example, and you can take their back plate and put it in your front plate, or your back plate and put it in your front plate. Like almost like, yeah, you're like, it's like best of. It's like the best of case of like two people fight and you win. I can now take the best of all of the results. Like I think that's that is a, a big part of this. Because then if I get rid of like, yeah, what, are the, what about the Redu term? I can't remember about the Redu term. I mean, it's another Eastern one, so probably probably one of those ones that won't take like everything, um, I think. Oh no, maybe it can. I think the Redu term can just take Western style stuff too. And maybe it can take a bit of a combination of everything. Not sure. I know, because like the Zabralo is like kind of weird, because the Zabralo mm-hmm. has replaceable plates, but back. So the granite ones are like they're actually shaped like the western plates and they do replace like the, the Zabralo doesn't have unique front and back plates like it's it's complicated each arm is like kind of different it, yeah it is complicated there's not like a good way to figure it out other than link search multiple things and also buy yeah, and write it down and remember and stuff yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm forgetting right and I, I wrote them all down in a big list and it's still for me i'm still trying to like figure out the information because i'm going back and forth between the armor list, the plate list, what plates are compatible with what armor, and then going back to the armor and going, okay, but then this one's <laughs> this one's this. Does it does it still fit in the front and the back? Like it's just it's very complicated. Yeah, I have made a prediction early on prior to this patch that we speculated or a speculation that maybe because of this inconsistency with the you know side being exposed and neck and shoulder, that people may just run the like a hex grid or a slick, uh, like the lightest, cheapest possible plate carrier that literally just holds the plates on you. Um, mm. Because, you know, splurging for these extra aramid zones just isn't going to be worth it in the long run. But I, I think with the the way they've done the ULAs, you know, and, and some of these other ones, but namely the ULA, I think that's kind of served that role even though it yeah. doesn't it's heavy and it has penalties <laughs> up the wazoo and the but, big small but... yeah but you get a very a much more consistent experience well yeah that's the thing it's kind of consistent but anyway we'll see i'm gonna still i'm gonna carry on fiddling around with it and just see like as i get later on then i'll know what unlocks what as well because i still yeah. just have to kind of ask people and i'm not sure about the wiki so it's just complicated at the minute it's hard for me to like figure out what's good yeah that's why I still haven't really done much about it because it's like, a no one really knows the system is really weird and I don't know what comes later in the progression. So it's a bit tricky. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely agree. I think Osprey is going to be a pretty good good choice. Mm. Um, I have one. My I used mine for uh, the factory quest on Jaeger for a secure perimeter. On I used that oh, one yeah. and then uh, <laughs> a class four helmet for class four face shield and a juice cannon little mini. Mini fouls. Foul. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you just destroy did you die? No. I just <laughs> I destroyed everyone. 
<laughs> I was a god gamer. It's funny because I went night, um, because I had to plant the oh. thing, the mm. gunpowders, and there was like three of them in the room. And I just opened oh the god. door. <laughs> I I wish I hadn't dated. I was. I realized afterward. No, it was already open. It was. It, they shut oh, it because okay. they breached and they were planning. And like one of them was just like, "I'm committing to the plant." <laughs> so he just he just took it. But yeah, it was it was hilarious. Like that with the minigun. Yeah, I was not expecting three of them to be in there. And one was like behind the door and caught me off guard. But thankfully, the the shoulder, you know, saved mm. me from his double barrel. It could have been really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I think we'd like we've got through most of the stuff actually. I th- you had one thing. I know we're going quite long. Was you had like one thing about uh this like hack which is annoying let's talk about that in like two i'm literally gonna just mention two things that i want to mention sure and then we could just move on to that and it's probably our last thing i guess unless you've got anything else but just like two really quick things insurance has been broken for ages and it seems like it's not broken anymore everyone's getting back like tons of stuff i don't know what they did maybe some of the expiry stuff bsg pushed back and like you know, re-rolled and like rolled it back out but people are getting like inventories full of crap yeah from like from ages ago, so it's hard to fit. Like I don't, you know, I got some more back a minute ago, and I just can't like even remotely begin to fit it through my into my stash. There's just no way. Um, so check that. You know, if you were missing lots of insurance, and maybe it might be kind of catching up finally. The only other thing about um, I wanted to address this thing about audio and a lot okay. of chats about audio. Um, I don't think I talked about this last time, did I? Will is chief testing. I can't remember. Yeah, a bit. Um, so there was like Will is chief tested the underground. Reserve. reserve audio with headsets came to the conclusion that headsets have no audio distance uh difference on them mm. and that that went quite uh widely around the internet and so lots of people think the headsets are bugged i get asked about it like every time i'm live like at least sort of five times per hour <laughs> and um omni actual did who did the original headset spreadsheet when we tested it and said yeah it's the same as when they did the test the first time fine okay it just seems like maybe a bit of like miss not 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 even misinformation but just like it was a test that was done in an unfortunate place which was true for there Mm -hmm. um ended up getting picked because no pest picked it up and i think he picked it up out of that video i think and said the headsets are you know have been changed so he's not even wearing one or something and because best is like not running a headset and talking to people on stream saying he's not running a headset and headsets are pointless that's like spreading like crazy and people are coming asking me being like my my headset video from before the snow and da 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 is like getting tons of comments people being like has it changed? Has it changed? You need to do another video, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm probably not going to, but I tried to explain it like in short to people. Anyway, um, I spoke to Omni and, you know, he did redo it all. Okay. And said it was the same, but something different came through. Um, a comment on his video, retesting it, get, led him to do another set of tests. <clears throat> And an assumption that we all have made, including myself, it, it makes this situation actually kind of weird. So, I, and I apologies to Omni because I, I actually just haven't had time to watch this video yet because this kind of came on like, uh, I think it was like Saturday. I think it was Saturday or whatever. And I was like just busy doing loads of stuff and like been busy all weekend with the family. So I've just not had a chance to watch it. But like the, the long and the short of it is, go, go and watch the video. The long and the short of it is, it seems that there is a an angle in front of you where the audio headset range matters 
And outside of that, it's the same. So any, anybody in your front like quadrant or whatever, mm -hmm. you hear them further with the contact force than you do with, the, with nothing or with GSSH or whatever. But if they're behind you, then it seems to be is shorter or not matter. Something, something along those lines. Go and watch the video. I haven't watched it, as I said. Yeah, but I wanted to mention it because so many people have been asking me about it. So it seems different depending on the angle. So like, I guess the implication for that is like, if you're following somebody and you've got the same headset on, in theory, you can track them more than they can hear you if they're coming up behind you. It's kind of weird. Anyway, I need to, I need to have a look at it properly. But um, I thought it was worth mentioning here just to get a bit more visibility on this thing. Mm -hmm. mm, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Watch this space. I'll, I'll have a look at that and I'll have a think about it and I'll probably have some more conclusions by the time we talk next time. But yeah, it's worth throwing that out there. Go and, go and check out Omni, Omni Actual's video, the updated video about it you can see I'll weird i'll have to have a look for myself mm. um yeah so there's been lots of rumblings in the community talk about twitter space especially with cheating and the most i mean there's there's all stuff about profile checking which is well you know probably mm. won't get into today but um the one that i did want to mention was Loot vacuuming seems to be back, uh, but I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have I'm not really one to look into this type of stuff, but my like general understanding, I guess, like the through the great like word of mouth, you know, uh, was that they've it's been a long some time ago they fixed the vacuuming exploit whatever that the cheaters yeah. were using which now seems to be that there's a new exploit they found or that maybe that wasn't true maybe bsg never fixed it i don't know but that's that's what I'm, that's my story i'm gonna stick with anywho the thing that's notable is like you can check the console in the raid i mean pestily did a video about this as well um i think it's like in in the thumbnail it's like he's leading with cheating but uh you can see the there's it gives you a bunch of errors whenever someone's doing this cheat slash exploit and it will show their username within the you know string of what the error is and the one interesting thing about it that I saw uh from Reddit someone had offered a possible explanation uh this is from aggravating media eight one eight they they said. So once in a while, I'll browse around cheating forums when shit starts to get real bad and talk out to what the asshats are up to and just stay informed. Also, lead, love reading how did they ban me post. In basic term, what the people are doing is changing their own coordinates and items coordinates to NAN, aka not a number, which I assume bypasses the distance check in that is in place when it comes to old vacuum cheats, question mark. I don't know for certain, and then resetting their coordinates back to the original while instantly moving the items into their own bags of S, etc. This is also why you see the infinite or NAN floating point error in the console when a cheater is in your raid. As I was reading through the posts, I saw this beautiful comment, uh, but some maps, some maps don't work at all. Woods blows you up, and uh, it's cut off from here, but the screen cap. He goes on to say, but why? Two possible theories. One, there's a scav body outside the playable area. So if you know, like, the woods expansion, 
near oh god it's like at the end of the road where the checkpoint's at where the scavs spawn like going towards zb 14 is that what it is but it's there's like a forklift there anyways if you cut right there's like a power line and and there's a dead scav kind of like past the like power pylon Mm. area and there's like a there's a sign that says like you know warning sniper if like a little uh target on it but Anyways, you can loot the scav, but when you loot the scav, you get shot at by the out-of-bounds sniper. <laughs> so that's one possible theory. Uh, he goes on to say, the other is that the woods has some position checker uh, with an else statement. If your position is XX, you're fine. If anything else, it might be interpreted as outside a map, you explode. Uh Anyways, it's it's kind of an interesting pose. I thought that that mm-hmm. little bit was interesting and possibly insightful. I mean, I, I feel like they might be onto something, but regardless, yeah, the I've seen videos of the vacuuming. It's pretty hastily killed someone who just like it was like three minutes of rain. They just had like ridiculously like gold skulls, intelligence folder, like insane stuff. Um, which is very um, GPUs. It's just very unfortunate. I hope it gets resolved and they patched that out soon because yeah it just kind of sucks playing raids where you know yeah yeah i mean you'll you'll probably never know but it's just like just the fact that it seems so rampant on social media just doesn't feel good this is the thing like it seems very very rampant this cheat because Mm -hmm. i've seen way more media of it yeah it has to be used a lot to get enough of these clips because it's like clips of people searching safes, for example, and as the item becomes uncovered, it just goes zoop, 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 disappears. <laughs> There's one that Tiggs posted of Quattro Ace on mm-hmm. Labs, and he walks towards the Ledex on a desk and just <laughs> whoop, it's gone, just gone, vaporized in front of their very eyes. That's so like, funny. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, like killing a, you know, I saw another death screen of like somebody who died, well not a death screen, but you know, they, their inventory after they died, like killed this like vacuum person, and it was just we were talking before about ES labs. It was just like, you know, like oh an attack God. two style bag just filled with like ES labs. Yeah. You know, so, and like one, and like two GPUs, stuff like that. It's like, it's just crazy. So it does seem pretty rampant. I've seen more of this cheat than anything other I've ever heard of in the game. So someone's found some glitch exploit with the new system and just like rinsed it hard. But I mean, the only good thing about that is that it's going to get patched, right? At some It will be. Whether people will find then another way that's not quite so obvious because seems like a like you appear in the freaking console i mean come on man and then you know uh, (laughs) yeah people are just like making use of it while they can i think um yeah they know that they know that the time is limited on this bad boy so you just just gotta rinse it it's very lucrative whether you're selling cheats or just using it to get ahead Mm. um yeah i mean i i saw one social media post there's like a youtube video where it was like someone in a discord call and they were like streaming their cheats and the person that was like commenting on it was just like mind blown. And he was like, bro, you paid $350 for this. You know, so he's like, yeah. And he's, he's like, so you can see that guy. And he's, he's like, yeah. And then he just like opens up his inventory and loot starts up here. He's like, he's just like, bro, why? He's like freaking out. He's just, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And see, it does seem to be one that's like, yeah, just having a lot more visibility yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. I think it's because because you can actually see it, right? You can see it happen. You can see it on the people when like they're. It's really obvious when they're that when they when you kill them and you see their loot. It's like it's happening in the consoles. You know every raid when it's happening. Like it's just 
Yeah, so that's why it's causing so much outcry. Like people using ESP, it's very hard to tell. You just get aim bosses. It's like sometimes it's hard to tell. Depends. But um, like, yeah, vacuum loot is just whatever. It always reminds me of like, the only other one that caused like such outcry, I think, was when there was that like, and I think it was quite niche. I don't think it was that widespread, but there was people being able to like take stuff out of people's actual like inventory, yeah, including their that. secure container. But um, this is like, yeah, this seems to be like way more widespread. Yeah, than, yeah. I mean, I like know. I said, I imagine it's super lucrative because the money the swipe is insane. Plus, mm. you know, if you're like doing this as a business, I imagine it's very lucrative as well. Yeah. Early in the wipe yeah. too. Like it, it just so happens that this comes out early in the wipe, you know? I don't... Exactly. So it just kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully they get it sorted. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they will eventually. But they just banned like what was it? Eleven thousand yeah. or something? Yeah. Wait, was it eleven thousand or was a hun was a thousand and a hundred? Was it? Oh god, I, I don't thought remember. it was eleven thousand. Eleven thousand is a lot. It it's might a be. Lot, but let's see. Escape from Tarkov Twitter. We have banned more than eleven thousand cheaters. Holy heck, from that's a lot. <laughs> from December the 27th to January the 12th. That is a lot, dude. Because weren't they posting like yeah. 700 previously? Like They're in the older whites? a decent number in the past, I think. I need to go and check and see what they've said. Oh, so searching Twitter is just impossible because like it deloads the, the posts when they're not on the screen. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, it's it's a lot. Yeah, but there's a lot of people playing too. So. Of course, yeah, and I would, I, you know, this is the most lucrative time I would imagine early white when people would want to be purchasing RNT or whatever have you cheats, etc. I guess so. Unfortunately, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps it. You got anything else to add, Giga? No, 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 no. I don't. I think that's. I think that's it. Time being, keep grinding. Yeah. Get forty two. Figure out the stuff, figure out what quests have some other meta things in it, and then yeah, just keep making the vids. I had to take a bit of a bit of a breather because like I'm just so tired. But uh Yeah, honestly say I went I went really hard. The record we recorded this on Sunday and that it was like Friday. Yeah, I like I think I played like I think that was when I did setup, I don't remember, but I played like eight hours straight and it was like I think it was a combination of like dehydration because <laughs> I didn't drink a lot of water, plus being snow blinded <laughs> from Tarkov, dude. But being flashbanged yeah, for like eight hours or whatever. Dude, I really think it was like a combination too. I had like an insane headache, uh, and I was like, "Giga, we, I, I can't do this. I gotta reschedule." <laughs> it kind of worked out anyway because it sort of almost smoothed our schedule because. We did the last one so soon, and then we've done Sunday, and then we'll go back to Friday. So like, actually, yeah, it's kind of yeah, okay. That's a good point. So maybe it ended up all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, trying to like fit it all in around the random stuff. I was just like, oh no. And then we got a, I got this thing, and then I'm, I'm doing something yesterday, and then like today, I was just like out, and then, oh, just yeah, it's annoying. But we got it to work. We got it to work, which is good. But yes, I'm gonna go and actually get a good night's sleep for once. Hopefully. Good. You've earned it. Kids forbidding, but <laughs> it's only at eleven, like ten past eleven now. So I can just like try not to get too distracted and just like head straight mm -hmm. to bed. Because like 
bare minimum, like five, give almost set like a five minute alarm and just be like, <laughs> right, if you're not done by then, the computer just goes off. Yeah. I should actually set it in the in the command prompt. You can just, I've got, yeah, ever since my program's like auto turn off my PC broke, I've just been using shutdown dash S dash F dash T and then you put the time in seconds. Oh, it just like, I don't know that. just goes. <laughs> you put it in the, yeah, just put it in the command prompt and it's like, you can auto schedule the shutdown. That's cool. Like, I'm amazed Windows doesn't have it in built. Like that's yeah. the feature. It's like so annoying, you know, like I could do it on some things like in handbrake, if I'm like transcoding and stuff, you can have it like auto shut down when it's finished and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's fine. But like if I'm, yeah, but I'll, like sometimes I have some other stuff going on. I can't remember like when I used it last. I used it for something else. Um, oh, I think I was cutting up a raid. Yeah, I, was, I think I was cutting up one of the uh, like crazy 14 hour streams or something into like each individual raid. And I was like, this is going to take an eternity. I was like, well, I'm just going to go to bed and I'll just let it do its thing. So yeah, that's I about think, it. I... Keep the grind up. Yeah, get pushed to 42, I guess, now from 30, which is always the slog. Yeah, I'm starting to really feel it. I'm, uh, I guess I'm 32 and I'm about like 17k away from 33, or yeah, which gets me what does that get me? Is that rag? No, therapist, I can't remember. Oh, Jaeger, Jaeger 4. I'm 33, yeah, Jaeger 4, because he's early, right? Yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's it really becomes a grind towards the end there. And now that it's like forty five, and then there's like all these like various things scattered about late in different quest mm-hmm. lines. Like it's yeah, I don't know. We'll see how far I go, but so far it's it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Been a good run, right? Yeah. It's been a good run. Yeah. Still feels good. I was like, yeah, I actually. Ended up having a because I had like something to do, so I had like a quick nap before that. And because I was just like actually just dead today, I was just so tired. I said to you beforehand, right? Like, I went to bed late because I was doing stuff, and then the kids came in at like five, and then they didn't go back to sleep again. So I was just like, oh no, I'm actually <laughs> just screwed. So I did actually have a, like a, a quick nap earlier, and I like genuinely was dreaming of playing Tarkov, like really weird. <laughs> I don't normally, I don't normally oh, dream no. about playing Tarkov, but I was just like, man, like I've actually like more enthused this wipe than I am, I've been on, or, like, you know, I, I enjoy playing normally, yeah, but, like this wipe, I'm like. I, I would just want to play the game. Yeah, like, no, the I, I get that for sure. I'm like desperately trying to like focus on just doing the videos and doing my thing because it's just like, okay, this is the thing. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just like, I just want to stream. I just want to stream. I want to stream the game now, right now. Oops. Oh God, it's so, it, yeah, it's kind of almost bad. Like it's, it's easier to focus on the stuff normally mm-hmm. when I'm like in a regular mode, but like right now I'm just like actually addicted. Well, I say you're doing a very good job. You could have fooled me. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also very disciplined <laughs> yeah your, your reputation exceeds you in that in that area hmm. exceeds you yeah uh, yeah all right for real this time thanks for tuning in and we'll see you all next week bye-bye